Hi, I'm Chris Claremont. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics and hopefully reading one of mine. So good. That was compact. That was like uh, oh, right? a little piece of Prius. A Prius, you know. A lot of pentavents, like it was like an iron fist punch. A lot of cheese. What's up with that? I think cheese is the word that we can His property is on white. So that's, that's good. Wait, yes. you're white? I'm white. Do it. Wait, It hasn't rubbed off yet. Wait. Right? Yeah, we've been married wait, for over up. a decade. You're uh, black by injection. No, she's Jewish by injection. I'm, uh, I guess that's yeah. But sometimes she does the other way, you know, like Deadpool. You know, that it, oh, yeah, that's true. That's little pegging. Oh. Is that fucking good? Yeah, yeah imagine if it's saw it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, okay, you caught some time off from me. I'll go see Oh, yeah. Oh, now Seriously. it's on me. How many, how many back issues of Fangoria have you read the last two weeks? I don't have to read them again because I read them all once. She's <laughs> seen Deadpool yet once. I parted oh, wait, Dap goes in the movies like three times a year, and he's seen Deadpool three times in the theater. <laughs> All right, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> That's true. That is. That's true. I think we're going to see Civil War for Renee's birthday, and then oh. I don't I don't know what else is like coming out this year. I don't know if we'll see. I'll probably see Apocalypse with Dominion. You're not going to see, uh, and I'm not being funny. Oh. You're not going to see Batman vs. Superman? I don't. I am. I'm actually interested I'm, to see I'm this. I, 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 it's grown on me. The last yeah. trailer grew on me. I'm. I'm. Like I, I still think because it's Zack Snyder, it's going to be a train wreck. But yes, I'm interested to see it. Yeah, it's, it's a train wreck that I can't really look away from. I mean, I, mm-hmm. after seeing, it's they're keeping it on the sly. I'm sorry, no, for they're not. No, they're keeping it on the sly. They're not screaming it in the trailers. But I will bet my life that there are parademons in this movie. And where there's uh, parademons, I think there's there was parademons in one of the trailers. Yeah. They just look like bugs, though. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. So it could go oh, either so way. But Neil Adams did the storyboards. No, we're going to get there. Stop. So are we going I'm... to um, all bail on the C2E2 EOC get-together Friday night so we can all cuddle in uh, in our rental Airbnb and watch Daredevil? Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Daredevil premieres that Friday. What do you mean, all of us? Everything, there's People have not been confirmed yet. Who? I think you were the only one who wasn't. <laughs> Hey everybody, 11 o'clock comics episode 410. Wow. And I need this because I'm Vince B. You do need this and you are Vince B. And I am David A. Price. Indeed you are. And I am the world's best bartender because I'm Ted Lang. Oh, (laughs) you're doing thumbs, right? The fingers? Isaac, baby. There we go. I knew that. You're not Ted Lang. You're Jason Woo. What's up? How's everybody doing this week? We are all excited. Better now. I'm not exaggerating, but but my this is this actual last few minutes has been the best part of my week. Aw. David, see what you did? It's true. It's true. I have that you effect. Always bring life to him. It's very true. Wish it's I like uh it's like uh it's like the fountain of youth. <laughs> youth. <laughs> it's like it's like Rayshaw Ghoul, like I I've been reborn in the Lazarus pit of yes, EOC. Oh boy, bringing it all back home. Yes, sir. Love wow, it. it's a Neil Adams episode. It is a Neil Adams episode. Oh, just one real quick. Julian, I was making a joke about the silliness of faith. Yes. Just I agree with you. 
Very much so. I don't even know what the joke was. I didn't even read the Facebooks today for the most part. How do you know that we're talking about Facebook then? Could it be Twitter? <laughs> no, we were talking about Facebook. That thing I just used as a staging area for my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. true. I liked it better when you posted art like twenty times a day. When I'm going to get back to post, but I guess get back I guess that was because you didn't have a job. So I guess we, all things being equal in the cosmic world, it's better <laughs> for you not to be. Well, at the last job, I posted art all day. Ah, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, which is maybe one of the reasons why I don't have yeah, that job. Yeah. <laughs> See, consequences, <laughs> actions, all that shit. Yes. Um, and you could uh, get your comics very, very inexpensively. How do you do that? You could steal them. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. Uh, You're going to get in trouble. You could download them. Again, not a good idea. Where do you get cheap comics? Ooh, ooh. Uh, the tall one in the back. Discount comic book service. Exactly. Discount comic book service. DCBService.com where you, everyone you know, your pets, and some people on other planets can get their books at a fraction of retail. Again, limbo. We don't know what's going to be um, put up for super duper special discount this month, but rest assured, those discounts will be both plentiful and... Wumba. Yeah, deep. Very deep. You get your books, get them delivered right to your door. Just go on your internet browsing device to dcbservice.com. That's dcbservice.com. Order your books month or so, two months, whatever later, you get them. Because it is advanced ordering. For those of you who aren't familiar with the diamond system, you order your books in advance, which is why you get them at a discount. Publishers got to know how much to print, right? So you order them, you get them. There's no fr- nothing, no fear at all with Discount Comic Book Service. They're the best. That's why they're our sponsor. Uh, uh, While well, I was home yesterday, I, I dog-eared the latest previews, and then I was like, I was looking to see if I really wanted this or that, and I was like, well, let me just see what these CBS is selling it for. But like you just said, it's yeah. limbo, not yet. So yeah. hopefully this weekend, because I'm 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 psyched. I want to actually like get my order in. During the first couple of weeks of the month instead of the, instead of the last couple hours of the month. Yes. And when we go into the previews, I'll tell you how much I really dislike this new Captain America costume. Yeah, you seem troubled by it. I don't like it at all. There's nothing about the costume I like. Z- nothing at all. Hmm. But we'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, you know, do what you gotta do. Let's do a drink roll call. Let's do it. <clears throat> what are you drinking, Vince? What am I drinking? Oh, something just opened. I'll tell you. Well, are you doing grape again? Oh, he's pissing first. Got to, got to clear it up. No, I'm not, I don't urinate on the radio yeah, okay. like some uncouth savage. <laughs> savage AF. I am drinking the fucking Cabernet Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> No Excuse shit. Me, you said I yeah, no. Cabernet. <laughs> no, that, I did that I myself was, because at the I end, was fucking big, big jugs of no. fucking Parmesan no, or Rossi. Yeah, Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Boone's. Boone's. I love it. No, it's Woodbridge. It seems like that's all we have. Mm. She must have got a deal. Um, well, usually, if you buy a case or like it's Cabernet <laughs> Sauvignon for David. Huh? Yep. I gotta go easy on it because last week. No, last week was awesome, the, bro. No, uh, not, dude, last, was, last week the grape caught up. It was, oh, it was, according classic. to the people, they, they, is Vince's best episode ever, so. Lucy Goosey Vince. Oh Jesus, Seriously. all the research I put into this shit, and that was my best episode? Best episode ever, yeah. What about you, Bill? 
It's a little dry. I, too, am drinking the grape in honor of Vince, because I know he loves the grape so much. Uh, I'm drinking Clos de los Siete, oh. house wine. Look at that. It's Flashback Wednesday. Rewind no, last I know. week. It's a go-to. No, but it's good. It's, hey, man, it's yeah. there. It's good. Um, it's a go-to. This is dry. Speaking of Vince and, um, and his blend from last week, I am uh, enjoying some Frontera from Chile. And this is uh, a Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot. The 85% of Cabernet Sauvignon brings aromas of plums and cacao, giving a good structure. The 15% of Merlot brings aromas of black fruits and silkiness. (laughs) And it is, it's, it's, uh, you know what, you might get in trouble into trouble with this because it 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 does go down rather easy it's it's yeah that was my problem you look away and it's like i didn't remember finishing the glass but there it is okay i'm i'm thinking i'm gonna be drinking the less dry wines more i don't mind this but i drank more of the wine last week which wasn't as dry as this because it was it was Tasty, mm-hmm. but it didn't have that little snapback. I got you. That's that the dry one. I mean, I like it. I'm not saying, you know, it's swill. I like it. All right. Let's talk. Anybody have any thank yous before we jump mm. in head first? I oh, do not. I, well, I, I mean, I already talked about it when, when it was uh, in motion, but I just wanted to say, because I received it this week, a uh, a special thanks to one of our favorite creators of the web comics. Miss Giselle Lagasse for mm-hmm. uh, the Domino Commission that she did for me. I received it this week. Oh, excellent! Yeah, it's very, so very nice. nice. So yes, very, very nice. I have yet to see um, a, a piece from her that I didn't just stop. Very true. And admire, and admire. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're on the Facebooks and you're scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. When, whenever um, a piece from Ms. Lagasse comes up, I stop because it's always fantastic. They see me scroll. Yes, sir. Yep. I'll put her in the show notes again this week. People don't think she's, she's sending us checks, but she's, nah, not. she's not. It's just that she's good. For sure. And you know who else is good? Who else is good? Neil Adams is real oh, good. Oh, we're going right into it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no TV talk, <laughs> no, uh, no lube, just, hey, we're just going to go and, uh. No, we can do a little TV talk. No, that's well, that's, fun. I mean. Are we all caught no, up? I, well, you know who the wild card is. Jason. Yes. Jason saw the two weeks ago. Um, oh, I don't know if Jason saw last Sunday's Walking Dead. I'm all up on it, y'all. Nice. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, I think the, uh, I, I think the, the sonogram has to be the giveaway, right? No, I don't think it's the sonogram that's the giveaway. Nope. We, why, why don't you? What do you, now what, the giveaway to what? Well, to give away to what, um, the character they're going to face does to another character. I think something was said that pretty much sealed the deal. And the character that said it was very important. Expound. Okay. Wait, let's just, yeah, again, let's just be clear. Countdown. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah, very big, huge. If you're not spoilers. caught with Walking Dead, we right. will. We'll try to do a timestamp. Ten, and then uh, we'll Vince, as he always does, will put a timestamp as to when we're done. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just like fast forward fifteen minutes. 
Massive swinging dick. Eleven minutes and forty-four seconds. That's when it starts. But but I'll conf- no, I'll confirm it when I do oh, the okay. po- the massive post-production work that I do on this thing. So after Abraham asked Glenn if he was planning on making pancakes when he poured the Bisquick, right? We meet a doctor at OBGYN who um, how fortuitous, right? I know. Uh, I'm jumping around a little bit, but basically, Glenn and Maggie uh, have an ultrasound done and and uh, get the little Kodak moment, and the photo is passed around the RV as the group is heading back to Alexandria, so they can prepare to take on Negan, and uh, that is pretty much why it's it's that whole thing about you know it's it's my last day before retirement it's it's you know i i love you and and i'll see you later on after work and it never happened that is that that whole conversation glenn had with with abraham and and then them just sealing the deal on glenn having another reason to live uh and and everybody's you know real happy for this soon to be family that I am not going to be surprised if Negan takes out Glenn. Hmm. I don't, right. I don't think you should be surprised. And I, I totally agree with you, but not for that reason. Um, Cause we knew about the baby before that. Well, yeah, that, we knew that, she that, was that, pregnant, but it's, it's right. not now it's actually, it's, it's when you say it out loud, it's when you actually right. see the, physical, the ultrasound made it, made it right. real. But when, and this came straight from Maggie's mouth. She said, "There's gonna be a cost to going up against Negan." Yeah, I paraphrase. I, agree. I do. Agree. That yes, is the yes, line yes. that that told me straight out the insidious bastards that cleverly crafted Glenn's "Is he dead? Is he not dead?" escape that pretty much electrified the Facebooks for better part of like two days, right? Yeah. Um, they're going to play on that and they, they teased it at the, at the fence a couple episodes yep, ago. Yep, yep. And ah ha ha ha, he was saved. They are going to splatter Glenn all across the screen. Unless, unless because they expect us to expect it based on the comic book and, and it's a massive swerve that maybe Maggie loses the baby or she ends up getting killed yes well, well i mean it's still it's it's all it's it's all there was absolutely nothing concrete there's 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 no we don't know what's going to happen we were, we were just speculating and and it, they very they could do a million different things to, mm-hmm. to swerve they, it they, they, and, they and could. It's, they but could. um but kirkman is a showrunner and if kirkman has any kind of clout within the decision making process and i'm guessing that he does right he killed him. Uh, he's he not a showrunner, though. So, well, you know, well, okay, he's 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 a producer. He's he's, he's yeah. I mean, he's he makes the he's, monies he's and he's a writer, a episode, but he's not the showrunner, right? Semantic. And it's not and well, no, it's yeah, not because no, it's because because they have fear of the. They pay a guy to actually like, be the boss of the show. I mean, okay, but what if what if Kirkman? You know, I don't. I don't. If, if Kirkman said, "Listen, I I think we should do this," and the producers were like, "Yeah, no, we're going in a different direction," I, it, it's not like. They can, if they did, it, it, it's, 
it's not like Kirkman can take his ball and go home and AMC no longer has a show. They, whatever their contract is, it's not like Kirkman's like, I have to sign off on everything. And, and it, it I doubt that that right. exists. So. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking, um, he did it once. He thought it was a good idea once. Maybe, you know, if he, he'll it's think a it's a good idea. Again. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He, th- there may be big beats that, that he won't relinquish. I don't it, know. It's, it's entirely that. possible. It's like, listen, if I, I, I'm letting you guys make this show, if we make it to six seasons, then this has to happen. I don't, we don't know what the, the negotiations were like, but no, either. I don't know anything about showbiz other than what I see on the screen. Anything that goes on behind the scenes, total mystery to me. Don't care. And, and, okay? and it's, it's, it's a damned if you do. And if you don't scenario, because either, exactly. either they're going to kill Glenn, everybody's going to be like, oh, I knew it. Oh, that wasn't surprising at all. Or they're not. And they're going to be like, oh my God, this is nothing like the comic. Why are they doing this? And, and it's it, so I just, I want to see it play out regardless, but it's, it, it's definitely one of those things where, um, you know, I, I may have not, have, I may not have seen Bob's demise coming or Tyrese's. Um, I may have wished for T dogs, but it's not like, no, this is, this this is one. And I I just name all the black dudes on the show, but it, it's definitely one of those things where for once in all the years I've been watching the show, uh, that this kind of was as subtle as a brick being thrown upside your head. I, I just, I don't expect Glenn to make it to season seven. Well, this is where it gets tricky because you, David have not read the comic and, Vince and I have. Yeah. So I kind of feel here like to the point we're discussing, unless they're going to change what happened in the comic in terms of the major beats, Vince and I know the answer to your, your supposition. Like I, like I, like I know what happens in the comic and I know that. Yeah. So does David. I, do? I know based, I know based on what Vince has said because it was pretty much. Oh, Vince, well, that's it for you. Shut well, surprise, it's surprise. when it's, <laughs> Vince, that was your, that was your I'm out moment, right? Yeah, that's what. Okay. That I, and, and my brother, when he, when they first got, oh, that's Terminus, right. That is when you gave it up. I'm sorry. That's right. Yep. And, and when, uh, when they finally got the terminus and, and everybody was, um, on that, mm-hmm. on, on the assembly line waiting to get whacked, that was the end of the season or mid season finale. My brother texted me and he's like, well, Glenn gets in, Glenn gets done in by a dude with a bat, right? And I'm like, well, I don't fucking know, but so, my brother was expecting it to happen back then, and I wasn't just because of you, Glenn's not going to go out that way. And I mean, I could that my, my mind changed on the top of the dumpster because that was you know he had saved that dude before after that dude had already you know killed everybody ate Chris and it, it's just it's one of those I I I saw Glenn's um, growth or but now based on what my brother has told me because of what other people have told him. And Vince is bouncing. I, and, and just other little things here and there. I don't know. I don't know the setup. I don't know if, if it was out of the blue. I don't know if, it, I, I don't know what the confrontation was like. I just know that Negan is the reason that Glenn is no longer in the comic. And by the way, um, I have not, we're getting very close to where I am behind on the, the comic as well. I continue to buy the comic in trades and my oldest son is actually up to date. Wow. But I have not read just actually, you know, Vince, I think the last trade I read was the same one. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> maybe the one after I, I, I read part of like the, they have a battle with, with, with Negan. 
I read that, but I haven't read anything since. And it's now at is least, this... I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say it's at least, I think I'm at least three trades behind. The, um, the setup with the whole Rick's crew bartering with Gregory and, and, and Jesus's people and then them making the deal to go take out Negan. Is that from the comic book or is this a completely different sort of, is, is this a different way to get to that setup? Well, hmm. It's, uh, it's not different. It, well, no, no. It, it, it is different in the way it's executed on the show, but the, okay. the major beats are the same. Okay. Um, I think the show does a better job of, uh, like that, the tap, the, the, their base, their town is like pretty dope the way that it's designed in the show. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's up basically the same. Like the, the, the part from a few episodes ago where they blow up the Negan's crew with the, RPG and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's not in the comic, but <laughs> that's a cool. Scene. That, that was, was very... a cool scene. Yeah. By the way, can yeah. we talk about the elephant in the room though? Denise, why wouldn't the two alphas hook up? Nah, I know, dude. It just seems weird after reading the comic all these years. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, who does Rick start well, hooking up with in the comic? Um, I don't know. Who are you talking about? Because I, I stopped, like I no, said. No, you, you know. Annoying dead girl. Annoying. <laughs> well, there's plenty Looked of up with the governor in the show. Oh, oh Andrea. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. yeah, Andrea. In the comic, he starts getting with Andrea. Yeah, I like Andrea in the comic. Right, I like her in the saying, show, But too. she's long dead in the show, so he can't do yeah. that. Right, so. right, right. Listen, I mean, I'm I'm glad that, that, that Michonne and my man Rick are getting the rocks off, but it was pretty shocking, I have to say. I thought it was kind of touching. It, it worked for me, but it, it definitely seems like a, it, it's not a David and Maddie moment, but it's, it's definitely like, listen, these are the, we have a man and a woman and, and they're basically Carl is attached to both of them. I, I can see why that this is where the whole television movie storytelling aspect comes into play. It's just like, listen, we have, we, we have these, these two people, we have a male and a female. We got to get them together. And it wasn't, it's not like there was any build up to it. It's not like they were, they were hacking away at walkers and then looking across each other. And, you know, <laughs> it, it's just, there was no, there was no a couple of weeks where their, their hands were brushing against each other when, you know, they're, they're, they're exchanging magazine rounds. It's just, it's, it was a, it was, it was, it, it was but it, I appreciated that because in the moment with everything else going on around them, you know, they're tired. It's, it's after the whole Benny Hill scene with, 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 with Daryl and Jesus and then, you know, her dealing with, with Carl and, and, and okay. Speaking of that episode, before it was revealed to be Deanna, I thought it was Sam's brother. I thought it was the one who shot Carl. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah, I did too for a second. Yeah. Because like you said, why didn't Michonne just stab him through the, the chest and not chop his head off. And I'm like, well, right. I, this is why, I mean, it, 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 this is, this is the reason, but you know, so, and and I completely forgot that Deanna just died and nobody, nobody really, <laughs> nobody took her out and, and, right. but it's, and, 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 you know, I kind of feel like Carl in the show is depicted a little too nonchalantly. Like, I mean, it's attitude though. But like the dude got sh- like, 
I guess yeah. it's, it's like we talked about last week. Like in the comic, it's almost ridiculous, like the way the Adlar draws it, because when he gets shot, like half of his face is gone. Yeah, you can and see he straight would be dead because like you can't lose a third of your brain and not live. <laughs> but so I don't mind like the way they depict it physically, but I feel like Carl. You know, we we have to remember that Carl grew up in this world, mm-hmm. and he he really almost isn't. Like, think about what it would be like to grow up in that world, to go through puberty. Like, he's not the same kind of human that the rest of us are. No. Like, he no. looks at the world and death and, like, in such a different way. And I feel yeah. like the show downplays that. Like, like, and, and in the comic, and, and again, I won't spoil the shit that's yet to come, but like, he becomes almost like a force of nature because he's not, like, he doesn't care about, like, he just doesn't view life and death in the same way that we do like it's, it's no he's very cold in the comic yeah he's almost i mean he's essentially yeah. a sociopath but you can't oh, blame wow. the kid because he grew up in that world right, right. so is, is there an enid in the comic book does he have somebody else to hang out with um oh hold on sorry my kids are fighting one second uh no no uh not in the way that the show is depicting it okay okay yeah the it's I, I played the um the dick card and mentioned Denise earlier, but it was I, I really like the way I like her interaction with Daryl. The whole thing about, you know, could you well, you know, Tara mentioned it in her sleep and and I want, you know, if you could pick up the soda for it, it'd be great. And then again, with with the whole, you know, I made you a um like a whey protein fucking rice cake thing and, and Daryl's attitude towards her just Makes me smile just because it's, it's, it is, it's, it's, it strikes me as, as a real kind of just not real friendship. But I, I, so Denise really has, has grown on me recently. She was annoying as hell when, when, uh, when, when she was forced to be the town doctor, but, right. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying her more now in, in the bits and pieces we're getting. And it's, it was more, it's not the first time we've heard music, but it was definitely more apparent when uh when Jesus brought him back to his place and um while we were waiting for for Maggie to talk to Gregory and and cuz they don't they don't use we have the theme song in the beginning and that's pretty much it the rest of the episodes are pretty much always music free and and they've only done it a couple of times where cuz I have to check I, I don't know if it's if my phone's making noise or something but I I'm, I'm hearing like this guitar twang or something and and it I don't want to say it's weird when they use it but and and they only use it at, at in certain situations so it it it's kind of fitting but it was it was just a way to kind of maybe ease the mood or just make it change somewhat but i mean that whole the whole scene at 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 the fort was um was pretty funky and and i don't it just seemed weird homeboy really felt like his whole his whole attitude of of being a dick was just felt a little forced just i mean the coming on to maggie and and i so i mean i don't know anything about this dude but he just it, Jesus you're talking about? No, no, no. Um no. Gregory, the the, the guy oh, in charge. Sorry. Um it's just I mean his his attitude towards Maggie, his his uh you know, forcing the guys, you know, to to well you know, wash up and we'll talk. Just just his whole um his whole attitude, the way he came off, is just like it it 
it really just, but we don't know. We're in the dark with him as, as just like Rick's group. So, I mean, it's, it's, it works in the sense that, you know, this guy is going to make you feel that way because you don't know anything about him. You don't know where, and then all of a sudden, you know, his, his crew comes back and, and one of them tries to stab him because my brother. And, and it's just, it's, I, I will, one thing, um, I don't think Rosita's long for this world. No, no, which will make, which kind of, which just makes it so much easier for Abraham. It's like, it, it's like, just, no, it doesn't. It, it makes it harder for No, Abraham. because if, if Rosita's not in the picture, then he's like, all right, cool. I'm going. But he came to the realization that Sasha wasn't the one for him. Yeah, I don't know. When he, when he was getting choked, he left the necklace behind. Did he? I missed that. Yeah, yeah. That was the whole point of that scene. He's getting choked and shit. And the, the necklace came from, from, Rosita. from, uh, I thought, I thought. No, she oh, made it because there right. was a brake light. That's right. Sasha didn't make it. Shit. No, but Sasha was acting like, and I completely. I don't think Sasha's lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I huh. completely forgot that, um, when, when, when the show, when the episode opens and, and he, Abraham and Sasha are walking back in, into the camp. That's right. After they were bonking, she gave him that. I completely, right. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, you know, I'm going to go shower. He's like, all right, I'll be in in a minute. And, it, I don't know why. I, for some reason, I completely forgot. I blanked that Abraham is in a relationship, and and yeah, it's hard to well, forget Rosita. But it's just it's one of those things where it's like, well, why doesn't he? I'm I'm watching the episode, and I'm like, just ask her out, dude. She's waiting for you to ask her out, and then it's like, and then the next we 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 see Rosita talking to her. And I'm like, oh, because the dudes. All right, yeah, that's why he can't. But it's yeah. But if, if Rosita is not long for this world, then, uh, then it just, it makes it easy for Abraham well, because it is, worth, then, it is worth noting that, uh, one of the things I've loved about the show as the years have gone on is how it's departed from the show, uh, the, the comic rather. Yeah. Um, yeah. but every now and then, like, I feel like they do get right back to center to try and reset things. And I will say that like the, uh, the scene where the crew follows Jesus to Hilltop, that's straight out of the comic. Like, yeah. like the, the guy coming in, st- stabbing Gregory, like, like that's a hundred percent like pay- scene for scene from the comic. So under that auspice, if, if like, if that's, if they're kind of getting us back there, then yeah, I mean, the next few episodes are going to be hella emotional for people that haven't read the comic. Well, um, Andrew Lincoln said the finale for this, Season turned his stomach. Yeah. Well, I mean, because we know what that's going to be, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to stop watching. Oh, stop. No, no. <laughs> Next year we'll have the battle against the saviors. We'll have the war. Yay. Oh, no. stop. <laughs> is, is that, um, for people who have stopped, I will, Vince had a reason, a valid reason for, for, for stop. To stop reading. There if are, you read it, you would stop. Oh, I don't it. doubt it. I don't doubt it. And, and I know that there are other people who just are either tired of the dread or just the, you know, there is no, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. So they kind of stopped just because it was the same thing over and over again. Is, is there, will viewers of the show feel that way i mean i kind of think because of the tv show it's it's they're kind of just based on the way 
shows work and, and the different audience that there kind of has to be some sort of, of, um, if it's half as long and half as grisly as the way it was portrayed in the comic, I, I think you will get people. Oh, wait, it went on, it went on for pages. Yes. Wow. Days. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, and I, I will also say that, uh, I'll, I'll leave the Rosita analysis to y'all, but, um, but, but G- Jesus is, is, uh, just to be clear, a, a major, like he's, I would put him, he's as, he's a main character. Like in the comic, he becomes a main character. Okay. Like he's one of their, their man 50 grand for a long time. I like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like the way it sounds. <laughs> he's a fool. <laughs> Alright, enough TV talk. Do we actually read any comments? Yes. Yes, we did. Oh, so we're not even talking X-Files. Okay, cool. Oh, I haven't watched a single episode. I'm not, I'm not caught up. Get out. You didn't see the last episode. I haven't seen any of the episodes. No, Vince. I can't. Oh. I, he, I, no, I, oh, gonna... I saw that uh, Cigarette Smoking Man exists again. Yeah. <laughs> he smokes through his trach. That's badass. Fuck answer. I'm going to smoke through my trach. Um, David and I, yeah. Had the the absolute joy yeah. to read the same thing this week. Sure so. um, uh, written, drawn, inked by one man, visionary, one of the greatest comic book artists of all time. Is that disputable? Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's I'm going to say story as in plot. But he was not. Well, I was going to get there. I was, was, was going to get there. Oh, wait. Are we talking about Deadpool number one? No. No. <laughs> Wr- written and drawn by one of the greatest artists. Wait, we are talking about. To about ever Rob? grace the comic book page. Robin Fabian? And, no. I'm talking about Neil Adams. I don't think oh. it's disputable. There's no room for dispute that Neil Adams is one of the greatest comic book artists of all time. Yes. One of. Yes. Mm. Come on. Nah, he's nu- he, he's nutty. He's nutty, but he give him his due. He's one of the um, true legends of the game. Yes, he's he had a little bit of help on the on the writing side by Mr. Tony Bedard. God knows what Tony did. He may have spelled some words correctly for Neil right. or, you know, suggested that maybe, but um Alex Sinclair colored it uh kept it all looking not as hot as parts of um some of Neil's more recent work, the Dark Horse stuff look really hot. I think Alex may have co- colored that too. I don't know. But this is very, very tastefully done. It's not day glow. So that's good. And it is called The Coming of the Superman. One of six. Six, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's crazy. It is very, very crazy. It is crazy. My, um, my, my notes, note for, for this episode is wacky. It's, yes. uh, and, and it's, uh, I, <laughs> where do you start? No, it, with I, it's, it's, it is not, um, I don't know if it's one of, the earths of, of the multiverse. I don't know. Uh, it, I don't know what does this take place, Vince, on the same world as Batman Odyssey? It could very well okay. be. All right. I, I, I don't think there's I, a connection, I, but I just, I wasn't sure if maybe, you know, if they're just giving Neil his own sandbox to play in, but 
No, uh, no, this happens on Earth A, and the A is for Adams, yeah. because he, he fashions his own continuity. Odyssey was ridiculous in spots. Well, a lot of spots. But is it in continuity? No, I don't know. Do, well, we, do, we, really, do we really care? No, yeah, it's, it's a Superman story. Okay. It, it, it can, um, it very well could happen during, uh, Neil's action comics days. It, it's, a lot of it feels like, feels, I don't know about looks, but to me, okay. some of it feels like, uh, some of that bronze agey stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Lois may have risen to the level of New God because she seems to know everything as it happens. Like, you could be a great newscaster and you can have a really, really good news team that's, you know, catches things, but Lois and her news team have footage and details of everything in this book immediately as it happens. And it's ridiculous. I mean, Lois is Neil Adams. Lois is telling the story. Which is, which is fitting for, for the wacky label because it's, right. the, the, uh, yeah, some of the dialogue is just out there. The way the, the, the words some people use just strikes me as, as odd. I'm not really feeling Lois's look. She, she kind of <laughs> looks young. She's got that, that, she's got a cute that, butt that, 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 yes, yes, with, with, she got the, 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 the younger, younger lady's hairdo, but, but she's, she's got her, <laughs> she, she's got her grandma's brooch with, with all the way tied up to her neck. It's like, I don't, who would go on You know, TV with Neil Adams, like I, just, that could be a lantern battery. You never know with Neil Adams. Uh, but, you know, Superman is, um, I, I do like the way he, he draws Clark compared to, to Superman. Um, actually, I guess, I guess the brooch is something that people at the, um, in, in the news, in, in WGBS, the ladies have to wear because when, uh, when Jimmy is hanging out with, with, uh, Superman's new friend, there's another woman watching over them and she also has a little, little choker thing going on. Um, it's. Oh, wait, where are you looking? Uh, when they get to Metropolis. Okay. And is it after Lex? With the big finger pointing scene? It is. No, it's before. It's, it's after, it's right after Superman meets Messenger. And he takes the boy to Metropolis. Look at Jimmy. Oh yeah, yeah, there's a lady in the back with a brooch yep. on. So that, that just must be the uniform for WGBS. <sighs> it's crazy. Uh, it just... <sighs> the art is, it, it's not, it's not the Revengers. It's not, uh, it, it's, no, it's, God, no. it's not, you know, the Kree Scroll War. It's, it's new Neil. Uh, that was inked by Rudy Nebris, though. That's true. Yeah, this is all, this is all Neil. Um, warts and all. The Superman outfits are, I, I dig the tweaks on some of them. It's, I like the mystery of it. I, we have no idea who these three dudes are. We don't know if, if, no. if they're clones, if they're Kryptonians, if they're from, but, and this is what I was mentioning to you guys on Facebook is that the, I get it. It's Neil. It's like, listen, just do a story. We'll, we'll publish it. But it just, it, the timing, the, the whole, sometimes when publishers decide to publish things, it's like they don't know what, what other stories are also coming out. And, and we have Dark Knight 3 with, with the Kandorians and, and, and a whole bunch of little Superman that have been 
brought back to full size happening over there. And here's a, a Neil Adams one-off story told in six parts that is also of, um, superpowered probably Kryptonians. It is just, it's, it's kind of a lot of the same thing, too much of the same thing all at the same time. And, and I, I don't, I don't think one's going to overshadow the other, but it's just like, it's like, well, I'm already reading DK3. And now I, ha- and, and again, you know, once it's collected or someone else decides to read it later on down the line, it's not going to matter wait, when, when it was actually published. But currently, and, and this was the other thing that bugged me is that last week when this came out, you had like four, five, including the Justice League, Superman books. All on the shelves on the same Wednesday, brand new, should, and it's, it's, it's uh, I get oh, it. I get it. It's okay during the triangle, month, but Jesus, man, well, that was one a week. But it's like it, it's like you got Superman, Lois, and Clark. You got, and it's just like why? Why am I looking? I don't know what Superman book to get this week. Well, it's just, and that has nothing. That has no bearing whatsoever on the story itself. It's just one of those things that just drives me batty when I'm when I'm looking at. At release dates and and what the hell else is going on? But it it's as far as this story, it was it's just it it's weird and and it I is. don't and that's it, and that's not a complaint. It's no. it's different. No, it's, it's it's Bronze Agey. It's it's unpredictable. Jason, it is. Um, it is absolutely. You, the, in a nutshell, three Kryptonians. Are they Kryptonians? Well, we don't know yet. Three would be Kryptonians, maybe come to Earth. And, and they all have, they're all in the red and blue. They're all, um, bearing the, the, the shield of, of L. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and we, one's, one's black. One is a ginger and the other guys, you know, uh, looks like the, the older brother from, from, um, Wonder Years a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Calabac comes to earth with a bunch of parademons in tow and that that's the thing that that I had just I giggled as I read this because the the parademons come out of a boom tube and Lois goes parademons yeah. the sh- the shock troops of planet apocalypse yeah, like how about, so Lois, is it a flashback is it I, I I bet you you know knowing Mr. Adams Lois could be the mastermind behind this whole thing you never know with him and then she Lois knows what a boom tube is she she's like I hope they have backup because it appears something big is coming out of this so-called boom tube. Like, how do you know these things, Lois? I know you're a a newscaster and, you know, your your job is to inform, but you know a lot of stuff, sweetheart. A lot of stuff. You know know why Jason should read this? Because of one of Jason's favorite. Um, Jason, this is oh, yeah. this is this is a crossover. If you didn't know, yeah, it could if be. If you ever ever wanted to read a story where Superman faces off against Apocalypse, this is your book. Yep, yep. Er- a massive error in judgment on Mister <laughs> Adams's part because he ties the origins of Darkseid to Egypt. Ah, and Sabanur. Yes, yes, and that's exactly yes. who. I mean, you see Darkseid. With the yeah. full prophet and 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 he looks like a pharaoh, emperor. yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole pharaoh outfit, and it's just like he looks just like. So I'm wondering if if the three supermen are three of the four horsemen. <laughs> no one who knows their X chronology will look at this end sequence and say apocalypse. Yeah. You you it's it's inescapable. You, you, 
it conjures images of apocalypse. Mm-hmm. There's no getting away from that, it. And it's like that's a massive error in judgment on Neil's part. The the, the last page is something straight. That would be a a um a silver bronze age cover. Complete with the word balloons, yeah. with Superman looking at the messenger, having this conversation yep. with yep. Dark Side Apocalypse in the background, and it just, it, it man, it's, uh. Neil Superman is not anywhere near as handsome as he once was. No, no. Uh, he looks kind of simian. I mean, yeah, there, Calabac, there, he's got the Calabac Shannon Doherty eyes to, in some of the, some of the yeah, panels. Yeah. So just. His, his forehead is a little. Yeah. It's like a five head. A bit. Yeah, a little bit. No, he's got no, the no. Roman nose because um, it's Roman all over his face. He's <laughs> he's got a, he's got a little bit of of Neanderthal. He does a little bit. He does yeah. Everybody's got these weird Where jaws I, and again, give the man his props. Neil Adams drew one of the handsomest Superman yeah. of all time. Um, this he's rugged. He's not exactly you know the the uh, male model that he once was under Neil Adams, but who, you know who cares? Uh, Neil saves. He's in the Middle East and he, he, he finds an inventive way to save a family. That was cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Um, and, and then, um, the, uh, little boy he saves, uh, Rafi is being, uh, ostracized by his people because he possesses a dog. He's got a pet dog. And, and dogs are unclean. So, um, Superman is greeted by a, um, a messenger. Who is one of the coolest things that I think Neil Adams has drawn? Yeah, no, it's it's a um, it it's kind of man batty. It's it's he's kinda, green, kinda. Um, but and and it, it it's a very imposing character. Uh, yeah, I, I it 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 conjures um, images from the continuity days for me. And you say he can't touch the ground, but he's kneeling on the ground. His feet are on he the is, he is, but maybe his, oh yeah, no, his toes are in one. He walks, Jason, he has, um, like cloth, but he's a, he's a bat type creature. His, his feet are clutching stones. These stones, so he's, he's not actually, and I, I he's just not thought it was the to, to, to be more imposing on, on Superman because he's supposed to be all tall, but it was, um. I thought because the, he, the ground is unclean. But the bunny's, when he's kneeling he's down kneeling. and talking to yeah, yeah. Raffi, it's, it's, his knees are touching the ground and then he's, um, and then he's standing up. When he's talking to Superman, he, he goes back to clutching the stones, but. Or maybe he's just using the stones as like, uh, soles of his, you know, of shoot, like shoe soles. Or he's gotta, you know, work out his muscles. But the, the oh, yeah. uh. God. I'm looking at this, this next page where, um, Dark Side is just, Middle panel. Yeah. It, it looks a <laughs> lot like Apocalypse. It really does. It's like Neil, Neil had a Hyperion story with Apocalypse and he's just like, no, fuck it, I'm going to take it to DC. The, uh, Calabac looks great. Lex, yeah. we see Lex for like a panel or two. Yeah, two. He's fat, he's fat, he's not fat. He's fat, he's not fat. <laughs> <He's, laughs> and, and, uh, and yeah, and, and then the messenger takes him back in time, takes Superman back in time where, um, we, uh, it's that, that can't be the Sphinx because the Sphinx doesn't have a lion face. And, and the messenger no. says, well, 10,000 years ago it did because it's the face of their new god king. And, and that's when we realize that it's. Who looks nothing like a lion. <laughs> but anyway. I know. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> you gotta love Tony Neil did. though. Tony was just like, fuck I- it, we need an animal. 
yeah, he he makes he. Whenever I read a, a Neil Adams work, a, a current Neil Adams work, he just makes my day because the guy just does not care. I'm gonna make comics the way I want to do them. I'm Neil Adams, damn it, and you're gonna love them. And more often than not, we do. That's all I gotta say. No, I'm gonna. I'm but, going to. Um, I'm gonna definitely read the second issue. I. It's weird. I. Yes, Neil Adams absolutely draws one of the the iconic versions of of Superman. Um, and there have been a few, you know, whether it's Byrne or Boring or Ordway or or Spray there or Kurt Swan, Jurgens, Bogdanov, right? Oh, Bogdanov, Jesus. So I mean, but but Neil's is definitely up there. It's on the short list. Um, I have no problem seeing Neil go balls out on, on Superman, but I, I can't bring myself to read Odyssey. That's your loss. Oh, it absolutely is. I'll, yeah, I'll own it. it is. I do not. It is just like it's a comic. Book. I will own that. No problem. But it's, it's not a, uh, it's, it's silly. It's, so mm-hmm. silly. It's not a good look, but no, this, and there's, there's bats in that man bat in that too. Let's well, maybe just, that's, just, oh, that's the connection. Neil loves the bat wings. How can you blame him? So yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and parademons. Oh God! This she did all oh, over the time to the movie. That's it. That's it. So yeah. So it's it's yeah. Read 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 the coming of the Superman. It's um, it's weird. It's silly. It is. It is. It is. If you like a Superman with a cape, Superman with capes. Uh, if if you like Lois, Superman. It's it, it's. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's unlike any other Superman book on, on the, on the stands. It's, goes without saying, yeah. yes. Um, and the, the messenger seems to have some kind of, um, he can manipulate time because he stops Superman mid-leap. Slowly. Slows him down, then lets him eat some, some sand. Real. And we get, we get to see Superman humble a little bit. Nice. A little bit. Yeah. No, it's cool. Okay. I liked it a yeah. lot. But, is that any surprise? Uh-huh. Not from where I'm sitting. No. <laughs> There's one, <laughs> Jason. What? <laughs> There's one scene where it, uh, it's in Iowa, I believe, uh-huh. and there's a Mon Pa, just to, oh, just Lord. to, just to bring up images of Mon Pa Kent who are no longer with us, uh, in this story, I guess. Going out for our homies. Um, there's a, a, an elderly couple, uh, farmers, and they see things going on, and the mo- the mother's like, uh, holy cats, they ain't faking. Get a picture, Jay, quick. And the husband says, honey, our phones don't have cameras no more. We, we switched switch to, to that senior plan. <laughs> I got my double ARP phone over here. Thank you, Obama. Oh, Lord. Woo. That's good issue. Who needs all that tweeted Insta Snap hashtag crap? <laughs> Neil don't. That's good <laughs> This is great. It's classic. Modern day classic. Because hey, if, if a Superman, if a rocket ship is landing, we got to have farmers nearby. Yes, that is it, it, that's, it's, it's, the mythology, it's right? Yeah. Got, yep. Got to play to that. Love Sweet. It. I want to hear something you guys read. <laughs> I want to hear what Jason read. We just got to talk. Um, I, I, uh, it's going to be a shock to people. Uh oh. But, mm. uh, I've decided that I really like this uh this guy Rick Remender. I think he's got a future. Oh boy. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he's done a few things, a few small things. Um 
I uh, I caught up on Tokyo Ghost. Nice. Which is the image comic by Mr. Remender and Mr. Sean Gordon Murphy. I had uh, last left you all off with issue number two. Yes. But uh, I, I finished uh, three, four, and five, which is uh, ends of, it's the first arc. They took a little hiatus, and it will be back with issue number six in April. Uh, just to remind everyone of the setting, it is a not-too-far-flung post-apocalyptic future. Uh, where the, one could say Remender's playing on classic science fiction. The world has gotten ever more addicted to the internet and virtual reality. And essentially, uh, people are almost addicted to, uh, cyber fictional worlds as they are to drugs. I mean, it's, it's basically become the opiate of the masses. And in this future, uh, there is a, set of cops slash enforcers and they're technically enforcers of the law, but they're also hyper violent and pumped full of drugs and pumped full of nano nanites that keep them connected to the internet in this live world. And, and as a result, they're almost like also a reality show and that they go around causing all kinds of pain and mayhem. And then that those broadcasts are broadcast to people who watch it with glee. And, uh, we're introduced to, uh, Arguably the the most badass of the bunch, this guy Led, whose real name is Teddy, and he's so addicted to technology that he's essentially never in the real world anymore. And his girlfriend is uh, stuck by his side, even though it's pretty much a loveless relationship at this point. And she has craft, carefully crafted a plan to leave the town and get to a haven in Tokyo um, where there's no tech and uh, they can live a different life. And that's kind of where the first two episodes or issues leave off and three, four and five are their time spent within this Haven. Uh, and it's pretty dope. Like the whole thing is fascinating. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's the, 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 the setting is it's this quasi setting of San Francisco and Tokyo. And they get to the, they get to this place. It turns out not to be a myth. It's real. And they're introduced to the leader of the place who's dressed like a geisha girl but something about the place is whether it be an e, they think it's an EMP, but something is 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 keeping tech from working there. And as a result, Teddy goes through withdrawals and gets clean for the first time since he was a child. And that allows he and his girl to live a life of happiness and tranquility and peace for some time. And they they become part of the community, and this community is all about uh Raising and cultivating your own food, eating what you make, becoming, you know, no violence, no killing. Um, but we have to remember that, that, that Teddy has led, caused a lot of pain and mayhem in his years as an enforcer. And so let's just say that there are people within this very peaceful community that perhaps hold grudges that go a lot deeper than their time within this community would have let them get over. And, uh, all hell breaks loose. Um, and lots of people die, lots of shit happens, and ultimately a decision is made by Teddy's lover that is a smart decision, but it also forever changes the dynamic of their relationship, likely. Hmm. And it's just a really strange and wonderful comic. It's, it's, um... It's, it's hard to describe in the sense that it's, uh, it's this mixture of 
very modern pop culture references with ancient Japanese feudal, feudal culture and samurai culture along with, uh, remember clearly playing with this idea of how addicted we've become to technology. And he, he sets all this up in the first issue. I mean, he talks about how he realized one day that he was staring at his phone every five minutes and couldn't even sit at a meal and have a conversation with his wife. And that that really is what led to the idea of doing this book in the first place. Um, and there's a lot of truth to it, you know, I mean, we as a society are becoming addicted to technology and ADD and focus issues are becoming rampant, both not only in kids, but adults, you know, adults are having trouble focusing now on things and, uh, we're having to digest things in shorter and shorter sound bites and visual bites versus any kind of long form entertainment anymore. And, uh, so, you know, remember kind of plays the Aesop's fable with that, but also at the same time in this really action packed, wonderful adventure where, uh, and there's, there's great beats. I mean, the thing I like about the book is it's such in the beginning, it's this chaotic, almost in your face, slap across your face exposure to this, this hyper connected world. And then, they get to where they had hoped to be, and it's this two issues of very tranquil, loving, peaceful existence where you're completely away from that world. And then, then to quote Pacino, they pull me right back in. They get pulled right back in at the end, or at least the end of the first arc, um, which leads you to wonder if they're ever going to have peace and tranquility again. Um, but uh, it's just so well done. I mean, and, and you know, Murphy is a beast, and he's such a creative designer of both settings and character and you know i don't want to i don't want to compare this to akira so don't you know don't don't send me the hate mail here but but in the way that that works like akira were so wonderful because you had this beautifully expressive cartooning at the same time hyper detailed realistic uh armament and vehicles that's what murphy's doing in this book i mean he's He's drawing these hyper-realistic uh, technological settings and vehicles and weapons that you, you would think are straight out of a, a Northrop Grumman or Lockheed Martin, you know, weapons diagnostic blueprint. But then at the same time, you know, he's doing what he always does, which is tell this, this, these, these epic, these, you know, casting these epic scenes of both, both, both intimate one-on-one human moments as well as big action scenes. It's, uh, it's just a great combination. Um, and, uh, it's, it's probably the book that Remender's doing that I have talked the least about and yet, uh, not because it's not quality. So, uh, it's, it's hella good, man. My only, my only issue with the entire thing is that, uh, for the second time in his comics career, <laughs> Murphy, Murphy drew a whale. And for the second time in his career, I somehow didn't get managed to get the page. So to whoever else is out there that's listening to the show, that also collects whale art. Go after yourself. So, so I'm all, so, I'm all, I'm all get you. Mur- Murphy's <laughs> whale pages are your Moby Dick. It's oh. really uncanny. It's the, it's uncanny. I mean, because he did it in the wake. Yep. And I, to be honest, that page was a thousand dollars. So there's I, a double I, page spread, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't like. I let that one get away, you know, because. Yeah, I wasn't going to drop that, but, but then this one was a single page and I got sent the pages by Jason Schachter, his, his wonderful art rep at Essential Sequential. I felt like he sent me the pages like the day they were available. Mm. And then I responded like two hours later saying, Oh my God, I need this page. 
And then he was like, my dude, that page sold already. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Like, who else is, who else is seeking out whale art? <laughs> now, it, it's, I read, who's the other wackadoodle that? Hey. hey. We, uh, read the first issue and I, I really dug the concept. And for a lot some of ding reason, dongs in the book. I could not. A lot of dicks. Like, I, 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 I don't know what it was. I just, I, I didn't finish the second issue and hmm. I, I want to go back to it because I, I'm a fan of Remender. What's weird is I absolutely adore Sean Murphy's artwork. I think. I know, man. man, man is a fucking beast. Off-road. I love off road. I, the, um, the, you know how much that first print goes for now? No, because I have off, off, off road, decent money. You, you should look into I that. Um, I have the um, there was that that miniseries published by Dark Horse. I think he did with Zach Howard, Outer Orbit, or something like that. That was fun as hell. I love his Batman. I've only seen pages from it. I haven't read the uh, the Year One story that he. Did. I, I don't know if it was. Uh, he, he did one of the. Batman Year One villain stories, and and that looks amazing. I love his Batman, but then I get to like Punk Rock Jesus, and and for some reason, and and, and the Wake a little bit, and and now this, and it's like he's, he's somebody who it's a Sean Murphy book. I want to read this. I want to love it. I, I should love it, mm. and it's just it's not it, the subject matter just doesn't doesn't sink to me. I, I so it's hard for me to. Get behind her a hundred percent when, and, and this, and, and this time it, it, it may not be, it may not be Murphy. It, it, it may be the story of Remender's Town and which, which is weird because I could go on for days about Deadly Class and this Captain America well, stuff, but it's, I will, I, I will, I have the first few issues. I'm going to give it another chance, but it, it just, it hasn't, it's something that I, I think I would absolutely love with, especially by these two dudes because it's, yeah. Remender what about Joe, Joe the story. Barbarian? That I, I never finished that. Dude. I don't think I finished it. And and if you I know, did, then that just shows now you. Now that you're saying this, it makes sense because I do feel like every time I gush about Murphy, you, you're a little quiet for a guy to turn me on to Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like dude, you, his style. I just I love the way he draws figures. And you didn't read Chrono Knots, right? No, and that's another. And that and and again, that, that's because you also don't like Miller. I'm not a huge Miller fan, so that 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 was going against it. But it's still a concept that I think I might dig. And and Murphy draws the things that he draws stories that kind of fit his style. And and yeah. you know, even the commissions that he was doing with the Kickstarter, it's like I was kind of gigging a little bit because it's like I'm gonna draw you a Batman commission or a Wolverine commission, but here's Batman, little small Batman, but I drew the shit out of this fucking bat cycle. Or here's Wolverine on he a motorcycle, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, dude, can I get the character? I mean, I, I, I dig the machinery, but so there's just things that, um, it, it, it for something I don't know what the hell the switch was where I was just like, oh, Murphy's drawing it, and then I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, Murphy's drawing it, and it, it. It bums wow. me out. Cold. I know, but that's, it's, that's it's, super cold. It's well, it's a straight up there. move, but it. I just I, <laughs> I I will I will give Tokyo Ghost, and I I have the Chrononauts books too. I so I'll I'm not I'm not outright dismissing it, but lately it's just been you know ever kind of ever since Punk Rock Jesus, it's just been like and. That's because he messed with the Jesus. Oh, that had to be it, because you know that that's my boy. <laughs> don't 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 be fucking with him. 
But yeah, no, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm still waiting for him to come back. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be waiting a long time. So, but yeah. Should we talk about the previews a little bit? Because we tiptoed through it, didn't we? I well, yeah. I mean, well, I, I dog-eared it. I don't know if if Jason has his. Hand. Oh shit! I gotta sit right next to me. I of course you do. Okay, I don't think there's. I'll make a prediction. I don't think there's any one of us that is not going to order the Spidey Number One Treasury Edition. Right? No, I'm not going to order it. Why? What do I want from that, dude? What? Nick Bradshaw. Drawing Spider-Man. Oh, that's Spider. Oh, okay. Well, I read the first. In a treasure, well, it's not true treasury format. It's not the same size. It's it's. It's ten by it, three sixteenths and thirteen three eighths. Yeah, yeah. It's like paper's valuable. We know, but it's. It, you're gonna call it a treasury edition. You better make it the same yeah. size. But it's not quite the same size. Right. But if you do the if you do the math, you're getting five issues of Spidey, which is a three ninety nine book. Mm-hmm. It's 112 pages for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes. Oh, man, if it's on newsprint, oh, that would just be sweet. Yeah. I I don't see how you could. The advertisement alone, yeah, this yeah. page, it's, the way they it did is it, cool is, page. is worthy the of getting a coupon. Yep. yep. A little banner. I'm out. I'm loving it. I'm out. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, it's Spidey. Uh, he's so young. Right? Not really that much younger than David. Huh. But hey, man, that complete collection of NYX. I am getting that. There's maybe, but yeah, see, there's maybe about three people that want that. <laughs> no way, dude. Butter. Dude, you know how much that issue goes for? Whatever. I mean, it's, X23? Not, it's not Spidey. What, the NYX? Or what is it, Nix? Yeah, is that yeah. how you say it? Is that the, that issue's going for a lot of money? Oh, uh, huge money. That's silly. Why? It's the first appearance of, Why, a, she's, of a major character. She's a new Wolverine? She is the new Wolverine, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll put it up on the eBay. You should. I got your plane ticket to Chicago. Oh shit! It is the first edition of Off Road, November two thousand five. You know, of course it is. Minus two, and uh, I'm thinking last time I, last time I saw, last time I checked, or cared. Book man, stop. That um, was going for um, what was it? A nine ninety nine book? Uh, eleven ninety five by press. About seven times that. I could That's be wrong. Crazy for something slightly larger than a digest. Oh god, this art. I know. Uh, anyway, but yes. let's, talk, so, let's talk about this Captain America uh, costume. No, you can talk about it. What is the deal? Oh, shit. If you can't throw the shield, you, I, I'm out. You're done. <laughs> and you know he can't throw it. It's got that little. It's a triangle. It's not very. It's a wavy triangle. Maybe, maybe the front, and maybe it ends up circling. Maybe that's why that. That um, illuminated pitch in the front. He looks like a thug. I don't know about a thug. It's a streamlined uniform. It's mm-hmm. it's got this still well, got a little bit of the chainmail. Mm-hmm. As usual, the Falcon showing him up. Well, of course. And at least we got old Sharon on the cover, so that's good. My dude. Yeah, that's great. It is kind of run. Now, now, wait, now, now, now Vince, I'm surprised. Tired. To be fair, a couple things. You haven't. Brought up the point that uh, the shield in question is an homage to his original shield. Of course it is, but there's a reason why that shield was abandoned because the round one is just so amazing. No, in the drawing, be- it looks like he's got like some kind of laser type of thing right. at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, son, 
Oh, where's the wings? I don't see the wings. Sharon, Sharon had a late night in that cover too. That's what I'm saying. She's tired. She's like 68 now. Get out of here. She was old because she she got left behind in Dimension Z. Oh, too bad. No, dude. If she's 68, she's a a straight gilf. That is not a gilf look. That's, well, she's still, that's. Lame. Let me tell you something. If any woman 68 looks like that. And looks like that. Christy Brink. We're going to see her on on the sites. What? She doesn't look like that. She's in her 60s and she still looks good. She does look good. Don't be fronting on Christy. Were you talking about Gwenpool for a second? Yeah. Someone should, I is guess. That, is that any good? No, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm out. I kind of like I'll get up in the, it. The, the fact that she's associated with Howard makes me want to read it less. Is it wrong that I'm super excited for Apocalypse Wars? A little bit. You should just read uh, Coming in the Superman. <laughs> what? This, this Thunderbolts cover is straight up 90s. Oh, I love yeah. the Thunderbolt are coming back. Is that Forge? I yes. love it. That's and what I said. Homaging himself. So I mean, I... freaking giddy. Forge. What? Um, is Jubilee still a freaking vampire? Does anything? Why? It's what do you mean why? Why would she not be? Well, it begs the question: Why was she? I mean, why was she turned into a vampire to begin with? Well, there was a whole story arc. It made sense. Once a vampire, always a vampire. Not exactly true. There's some really characters true. that escaped. I am, I am, I'm stoked for the new Punisher book. But I'm, I, I. Yeah, I, Becky Cloonan. I think that's the first time a female's written the Punisher, yeah? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, Valerie Durasio, uh, wrote a, um, a one shot under the, uh, I think the Max. Ah. I think, but, um. Love the border on Deadpool 12. The 2099 border. Love it. Yeah, that's the current storyline. Love it. Um, I don't think I might. I might actually be out of Spider Gwen during the Spider Woman crossover because I'm not a fan of Silk. And um, although you don't like that milk, I, it's, all, it's almond. Milk. The milk is good. Um, Hell yeah! But I am enjoying the Spider Woman that 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 I'm reading. So I don't know the Squadron Supreme with old with with six one six Nighthawk versus uh, the the. The not six one six Nighthawk. Mm-hmm. I think I'll say it because I know you're all embarrassed to to fess up, but we have zero interest in Civil War two here at eleven o'clock comics. You disagree? Oh, seriously? <laughs> seriously? It's so lame. Look at that. Oh, which side are you on? Who cares? I do. Oh no, no, you don't. I I I I know you don't. I do. No, you just. You're just playing up to type. Nope. I am you totally can't. curious about what's going to happen. No, you're not. Can't wait. I don't believe it. I do not believe a single word of the awesome. stuff that's wait. coming out. Coming, <laughs> you're lying. You're lying to your listeners. I'm not. Jer- Jerry Conway writing Carnage. Yeah, I'm all over that. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's it's opposite. <laughs> if there was ever a, a Marvel comic that I didn't need to worry about, it's that one. Oh, shit. Carnage. Carnage. But as I was saying to the guys on the Facebooks, I'm going through the previews here, and there wasn't a whole hell of a lot. I think you're spent, dude. And I said, don't forget that Deadly Class hardcover. And I'm over all kinds of things, all the comics. And you know you're all about that 4001 AD, Vince, so don't even try it. It's true. Oh, of course I am. Especially with the the promo card we get inside the previews. 
Dude, uh, Marvel covers volume two. Can't yeah, wait. I was, I, I was, well, first of all, um, there's the, uh, the future quest book from DC. Um, yeah, I'm going to get that, but you know what? I think I turned tables on the Scooby-Doo. You're crazy, dude. I'm so all over it. I don't, I don't know. know about the Scooby-Doo I might get, because then I can get to my friend if I'm not feeling it. Um, the, the thing that excites me about the Scooby-Doo is the fact that Howard Porter is drawing yeah. it. I'm I'm ninety percent in on that. They, that that cover the Jim Lee cover. I'm not I'm not in love with the door. Jim Lee cover, but I they they were smart as hell with who they got to do the variants. You have the Scooby Doo variant is by Howard Porter, which makes sense. The Shaggy variant, Dan Panosian is going to kill it. Sure, Fred is done by Neil Adams, which is fine. <laughs> Velma. By Ben Caldwell, and I love that domino he did for Jason and the Wonder Woman story, so that's a great fit. But fucking Joel Jones doing Daphne, I want the variant cover for that. Need them all. I'm ordering every one of them. That's hot. I need to find out how much that Joel Jones cover is. And dude, Future Quest, written by our man Jeff Parker, by Doc Shaner Art. Come on. That's That's what I'm saying. That's that's a done deal. Dude, Sinkevich doing a Space Ghost variant. Steve, Mm. the dude, Rude, doing a Johnny Quest variant. That's awesome. Why wouldn't you give Steve Rude the Space Ghost cover? Like Because he did the Johnny Quest covers back when yeah, Kamiko had the Sure, Space but he also drew he Space, Space Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's yeah, not going to be... But maybe they're they're saving that for uh, for when they launch a Space Ghost comic. Right. Yeah, maybe. What? Right. Uh, uh, but anyway, anyway... So yeah, so you got the, uh, you got the Micronauts number two... Well, Natch. And it looks it looks like the people from Dynamite are still looking into my window at night. Did you see what was offered this month? A lot of X Files. Uh, some other poll people. Weird, weird love. No, Jason. No, it is not a revival oh, of of one of the greatest um, PC games of all time from the heyday of PC games. No, this is the uh, King's Quest. Love number it. one. Do you see the the Mark Lamming cover? Yes. Oh my God! Oh, you never had the dynamite. I was over here at IEW. Jason was talking about the Marvel covers, and that's yeah, I don't go sequentially through the that Sam Keith cover is killer on that Marvel covers book. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. issue of, of Marvel Comics Presents too. I if I were going to get this artist edition, it would definitely be the Sam Keith cover. You know, I don't think the phrase. Pulp bullshit should ever be uttered on this show again. <laughs> Can we make that? No, there's an really Adventures of, of Dieter Lumpen collection. What are you looking I'm at? I'm back in IDW. Damn, all up in the IDW dubs. And, and I am, I'm, I'm on the fence. It depend, it probably depends on how much the order comes out to, but I am not sure if I want I want to support my boy, but the, um, the Kari Andrews, Renato Jones, the 1%, I don't know. And I'm, I'm on the fence with it. Yeah, I love his I I'll wait, I'll wait to review, read the review copy first. That's, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I like, I love the art. Yeah. I think, I think the art's great. Um, that's where I began and end with it. I just, uh, how about Archie getting back on the train again? Thank you with more Afterlife Blood and Sabrina, Sabrina this month. Uh, it's about damn time. Oh, I, yep. I think the last issue of Sabrina is like a year yeah. ago. Final issue of Rachel Rising by Terry Moore. 
Yeah, number 42. Yep. Oh, and um, they are... I'm, I'm getting for this because it was my favorite thing from the island, the uh, the ID collection. Yes, indeed. What? What? What's he talking? What's he talking about? The Amarillo story from the island. ID. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 being collected. You guys can laugh all you want. No doubt. Go ahead. No. But from Action Lab, I'm definitely getting the Vamp Blade collection. Why would well, we laugh? We've been, about... been talking about that for a while. Or because you know, you know, my, I read the Vamp Blade versus um, Zombie Tramp. Yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was great. Good. Okay. Yeah, and the, the weird thing about it, the, the villain, the villain in the book is is called Suck Lord. Mm. No, it's an actual artist. I I buy his stuff. Suck Lord. It, it, he does these these parody action figures like they're vintage, but they're not vintage. Like he'll he'll do like pseudo Star Wars characters, and but the the it's like a, like a pink bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. It, it's nuts. And and the, he was the villain in this this comic. Yeah, it was great. great. Oh boy. No, the, uh... dude, why do you always? I, I hate that you <laughs> I know, think I'm being so... facetious every time I speak to you. Now I'm not being facetious. Well, I don't know. When you say pulp bullshit, it kind of sets. Oh, stop. stop it! Know what I'm saying? Page, page three sixty two. There's relish my life in the kitchen, which I do believe Mario mentioned on the show a long time ago. But right next to that is the human body theater graphic novel. By Miss Maris Wicks. Yeah, you, I'm glad you called uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. missed it in my first read through. It's not, it's not sea life, which is what your boys are all about. I uh, know, but yeah. So, I'm a little concerned with Fanographics pricing of late. Yeah, it's a little problematic. It's a little nutty. Like you know, I love me some Josh Simmons, but 104 pages for 16.99. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, I've had the um, the last the latest Kramer's Urgit in my inbox, like my order for how long, man? Is it ever coming out? Um, I don't know. I'm waiting for it. I pre-ordered it like a year ago. Yeah, well, those good books take time, and it is an anthology, so the the problems inherent with that format, you know, you got to be tracking all those contributors, and yeah, did you get it? Did you it's not? Not get it? United. It's not even funny. <laughs> That will be completed someday. That is I got never to going say, to be completed. Todd and Eric are slaying it on Spawn. Well, that's why they can't do Kill, it. They're absolutely... All the more reason why the, the other book's never going to be finished. No, they're absolutely... Um, I read the Satan Saga Wars parts two and three. Uh, absolutely amazing stuff. Every, everything I have feared from these two, gone. It's all gone. Alleviated. God. What do you guys What do you guys think about Sinem Purgatorio? You going to get that? No. Really? Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill, you're not getting it? No. Uh, pray tell why. Uh, it just doesn't appeal to me. Hmm. I mean, if it's really good, I can always, I mean, it's not like it's going to go away. But the thing is, there will be no trade collection until 2018. Wow. Which, given my Regina pilot, it'll be about when I would get around to reading it anyway. Oh, so you're going to buy it? No, I'm, I, I may in fact buy it when it's available. <laughs> right, and if he hears. Hmm. Or if you rave I, about it, maybe I'll order it, who knows? Okay, I gotta scratch my head too, because they're, they're offering, this is Avatar. You are right, it is a late month. Yeah, they're, they're offering, um, Providence Act 1 limited hardcover. 
which collects the first four issues and all the back matter, 160 pages, 1999, which yeah. is a really, really good price. But, um, they say that, um, it's not going to be reprinted. It's limited to 6,666 copies. And the only way you're going to be able to read the rest of it, if you are a trade reader, is to get the complete collection in the future. So basically they're saying, if you like this and you want to read the whole story and you read exclusively in trades, you're going to have to buy this again. I mean, read between the lines. Is that not what they're saying? Uh, I hadn't thought about it, but it does sound like that, yeah. That's a little weird, don't you think? Well, sure, sure, they're giving you a deal on the first now, four. Now, can I ask why you're ordering it? Because even you acknowledge it bored you to tears. Um, a, it's Lovecraft. Two, it's beautiful. And the back matter's awesome. I'm just a sucker. Oh, that's fair. Uh, no, for for anything Lovecraft, yeah, I'm a sucker. And it's Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. So I probably will order it, even though I do have... The single issues. Um, there are certain things in this life that I am unable to stop, and and one of them is is ordering Lovecraft stuff, mm-hmm. related stuff. I'm 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 weak. What can I say? Did you see that uh, that Gabriel uh, re-inked one of his pages from yep. back when he was Gecko back in the day? Yep. Hardman? Yeah, yeah remember, yeah, remember how he used to draw Marvel Comics when he was a teenager under that gecko pseudonym? Right, right. We what was it? War, it War Machine or something? Yeah, War Machine. So he, uh, he took one of his War Machine pages and re-inked it, uh, like under his new style and, uh, put like a video up of it. Hmm. It's pretty neat. Scarlet 8 and I had to look and see what, co- what, what, what the cover date was on his previews. Scarlet 8 and 9 are, um, listed under the icon. Oh, I know. It's like, yeah. I'm intrigued by something, but I don't know whether I'm going to order it. 344 pages. 2750 from Self-Made Hero. It's on page uh, 395. The Art Master Series Volume 3 Munch. The painter behind the legendary Scream. Um Edvar- Edward Munch and his contemporaries filled with authenticity and life, debunks the familiar myth of the half-mad expressionist painter, anguished, starving, and ill-treated, draws out his neglected sense of humor uh, and optimism. I'm very curious to read this, but I don't know whether I want to shell out, mm. even if we get it at 30% off, it's still. Yeah, right. I don't know. I love the cover. Hmm. Yeah, couldn't care less about the real life of Agatha Christie. But um Edward Munch, I'm, I'm, I may be down with that. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, look, can I say, uh, I'm just, was still looking through the Marvel part of the previews. Um, <laughs> no, 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 I went back to it because I wanted to shout out uh, Nova, the uh, volume one. Dude, mm-hmm. Corey Smith, who I'm a fan of and is listening to the show, yep. his work in this first arc, dude, is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. How many issues does it collect? Uh, for six. six. Oh, so it's twenty four ninety nine. No, it's uh, it's soft cover, seventeen ninety nine. For six issues? Yeah. Damn, that's a good price. Yeah. So it'll probably be what eleven ninety nine. PCBS. Well, no, not if it's fifty. Oh, that's usually fifty, isn't it? So it'll be nine yeah. bucks, dude, for six issues. 
But I, uh, I actually bought a page from this run uh, last week from Paolo. It, 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 the, the art is absurd. It's so good. Well, maybe I'll add that to my order based on your you recommendation. Because I only have one thing, uh, two things in all of Marvel. That's Spidey, Treasury, and uh, Infinity Watch, oh, Volume 2. I say well, I mean, omnibus. to whatever extent people are listening, and we talked about this a week or two ago, but uh, the Spider-Woman trade is also coming out. And what Javier Rodriguez is doing on art there is also baffling. So. Yeah. And our man Dennis Hopeless wrote it. Love him. I think Marvel should step up the Deadpool releases because there's really not enough. Yeah, there's only twelve of them. Jeez, it's crazy. Now, what do y'all think of this hip hop covers omnibus? I and it's only volume one. I I guess it's omnibus. I like the idea of of them collecting the covers because they are variants. So good luck getting them all if you needed them all. Um. It's, I like it. I just don't know if I'm going to get it for 35 bucks before discount. Right. Damn, Scotty got a coloring book now. Yeah. I know. Dude, that's the new thing. There's a Walking Dead coloring book coming out. Baffling. Totally baffling. Why is there a, um. Uh, I lied. I had three things circled. Dr. Strange Omnibus. No, I have all that. Master of Kung Fu Omnibus. Why is Cassidy doing a cover for that? I don't know. Because they want to make him well, I'm getting the Lacey. Um, <laughs> better. No, I'm serious. Good. Uh, I ordered the Howling Commandos of Shield. Oh, good. Oh, cool. That looks really fun. Yeah, I'm also good. I am getting the Doctor Strange Omnibu and the uh, and the um, and the um, Kung Fu Master of Kung Fu Omnibu. That is one of the only Silver Age runs that I have all of them. That's hot. Yep. Dude, and they're reprinting the new X Men Omnibu for the third time. Well, that's good. Wow, really? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of the value on my, my three copies of the original. Uh, <laughs> I only have one. That maybe I'll eventually finish one. Day. There, Marvel really did themselves proud this month. The classic stuff. There's a lot of really good collections this month, like the Incredible Hulk Epic Collection. Mm-hmm. That's a great run. Incredible Hulk one to six. You get Fantastic Four number twelve, twenty five, twenty six Avengers. One to three and five, Amazing Spider-Man fourteen, and Tales to Astonish fifty-nine, and Journey to Mystery one twelve. For a lousy, it's like three hundred ninety-two pages for thirty-four ninety-nine. Stop. With our with our discount, that's a good price. You're right. The um, what else is in here? The Tombstone Volume One. Jason won't read it, but it's Jerry Conway, Sal Buscema, and Mark Bagley. Carnage classic. It's hard to believe that that stuff is now considered classic. I, I was going to say it's stretching the word classic. But... Inferno Dude. Volume Two. By the way, talk about heartbreaking because they have, they're selling the uh, the Star Wars the first volumes of the Star Wars hardcovers. Um, so the Im- the Imminent Star Wars art finally got put up by his dealer. Mm-hmm. Dude. So, like, just by way of contrast, the Captain America Imminent arc from a couple arcs back. Those pages were like three to five hundred bucks a page, you know. You basically this, just told me how much these pages. What? Are. You just told me how much the Star Wars how pages much? are. Fifteen hundred. Mm, well, it, it, they're a thousand and up. Okay. So yeah. Good for him, man. I mean, capitalizing on a very hot property, but man, price inflation. Painful for a brother. Yeah. Yeah. Vince, don't forget about the kick-ass box set. 
Nah, I got, I have all those. <laughs> what about the Bendis Crime Noir Omnibu? No, that could not be farther for, no. <laughs> I can't believe Tombstone gets his own volume. Are you kidding me? Tombstone's awesome. He was just an Iron Power Man and Iron Fist. Yes, he was. I love Tombstone. The, uh, the only drawing I ever, oh, I owned from Sal Basim is say, Tombstone. Well, that, who else was he going to draw? That's perfect. It is. Thank you very so much. Bring Moon Knight back again. Yeah, yeah. by, uh, and our, and our boy Smallwood's drawing it again. Again. Um, like I said, you know, for, for such a thick volume this time around, there's really not a whole lot of stuff it in It is there. a little light, I gotta say. It is. Yeah. I, like, I'm getting Masks Volume 2 from Dynamite, just because I, I need stuff to order. Right, right. Uh, you know, it's typical. It's a pulp bullshit. Cause next month you're gonna have all the new DC relaunch stuff in there. That's true. Yep. Which may be a good idea that this month is, is a little, right. a little light. A little light in the loafers. Yep. You know what it is in the, uh, in the back of the previews, which is cool. Um, my, my kids and I are big fans of the Munchkin card game. Oh, and they have really? a Marvel superheroes Munchkin coming out. Nice. Yeah. I've trained myself to go no farther than the books and magazines. Oh, so you don't section. see Kaiju? Mm, no. <laughs> There's so many nice things in here. Yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, they're doing wrestlers. Huh? Sofubi wrestlers. They have Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen. Get out of here. $102? Are you serious? I can get that for cheaper than that. Bargain. That is crazy. So did we only um, really read like six comics between us this week? No, I got a good one. I have a very good one, Jason. Josh Bear? No. <laughs> wow, it's pick on the old the new, uh the, the new uh Daniel Klaus came out, right? I know. Um This is a manga ah. from Dark Horse. From Dark Horse. Um one of the stumbling blocks that I've noticed uh, with people and manga is they are very reluctant to embark upon um an adventure just because of the volume of books. Like, most of the manga series, the most of the popular manga series, um, and yeah, I'm looking at you, One Piece, they go for 50, 60, 70 volumes. Like, uh, Naruto is up there. Uh, the, the, even, the, even the smaller series, like, you'd be lucky to get out with 12 volumes. This is a done-in-one from a man who has done a long-form manga series um, known as Berserk. The the writer-artist is Kentaro Miura. This is called Gigantomaxia. And it is amazing. Uh, Jason, for you, I say uh, you should read this because it is very, very much in the Miyazaki camp. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and not only that, it's an apocalyptic story. Oh. Speaking my lingua. It, it's, um, I th- uh, uh, like a hundred million years after this great disaster, uh, you have, um, humans and demi-humans and, um, let's just say Henshin is the name of the game 
for this manga. And henshin in Japanese means transform. Everybody transforms in this book. Um, some figuratively, some very literally. Uh, there's a human uh, named Delos. He's a fighter. He's a scrapper. Uh, if you um, think, um, what was his name from uh, Gen 13? Um, grunge. Right. Think, think grunge from Gen 13. Uh, squat, thick, not entirely, you know, he's not unintelligent, but he's not exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer. Um, very rash, very impulsive, uh, throws himself into situations without really thinking them through. Um, and, and he has a companion, a young girl. Uh, her name is Prome, who speaks in the third person. Prome is very reluctant to help you out here, or you know, Prome, and 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 Prome is not; she's not human, um, but she she has the the physical form of a little girl uh, who rides on Delos's shoulder. And as the book opens, they're they're trudging across the desert, and and Drome is extremely thirsty, and he looks up and and he's like, "Oh man, I am so thirsty," and and um. Prome doesn't wear underwear underneath her dress. It's not pervy at all. Well, it's kind of pervy. Um, and she's like, if you look up, I'll, I can relieve your your stress, meaning I'm going to piss in your mouth. It's good stuff. And, but, but it's not – you don't get the sense that it's actually urine because she's not human. She can provide everything this guy needs. She heals. She's a healer. There, there's a, a, a section of this book where he gets the living tar kicked out of him and – very soon afterwards, he's back to, to fighting strength. Like she's, she's, she's a demi-human. Mm-hmm. She's not, she's not like us. So. Yeah, the art is astounding. I'm looking at the previews right now. It is absolutely amazing. It, it is very, very nuanced, but it, it's in that Miyazaki camp where you would think he was getting paid by the line. Uh, the, the, the contours are there, but inside the figure, every bump, Every every raised area is contoured with a line, and uh, he has this really neat tendency within fights to um, combine foreground, midground, and background with the characters. Like you you get a midground of the characters fighting, and in the background he'll do big heads of what would be in the foreground of of the characters reacting to the stuff that they're experiencing, but. You're also seeing that in the midground. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's amazing. It's like, it's like, um, split screen or multi screen. And, um, so they're trudging across the desert and they come upon, uh, after some really cool adventures, they come uh, upon these, these beetle warrior characters yeah, who, who ride on the back of, of actual beetles. Giant beetles. And, and the, the masks of these characters are common rider. They look like Common Rider. I mean, if you're fil- if you're familiar with with uh, the uh, the Sentai and the Tokusatsu stuff, Common Rider is a seminal Japanese live action hero. And and these guys have they the the, the helmets are straight out of Common Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're they're captured by these Beetle Warriors and brought in. And and um, Delos has to fight. The, the the champion of the beetle warriors and you think beetle what do you think 
when 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 someone mentions the 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 actual creature of a beetle, what do you think? Very hard exoskeleton, right? Well, this champion has a very hard exoskeleton, and he is super ripped, and he's beating the the living tar out of out of Delos, um, and Delos is just taking it like Rocky, you know, like hit me again, and and he uses the the the, the champion's speed, momentum, size, whatever against him. And he eventually beats him. So they're, they're taken in by these beetle warriors, but that's only the, 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 uh, scratching the surface of this. There, uh, there's a double page splash right when the story opens where you see this gigantic creature. Think, think destroyer from Thor, uh, because it has banding along the chest and arms like, like the destroyer, but, but it, it has this very impassionate face, uh, in a headdress that has, what look like power terminals on it and they're crackling with energy. But that's not the best part. The best part is there's these two floating squid-like creatures that look like... um Like elephants. Like elephants, but mixed with Cthulhu. Yeah. Right? And the like, tentacles... Like are like anal, like but, nipple, glandular things at but, the bottom. But look at, their, look at their eyes. Their eyes are dead. They have X's in the eyes where there's there's no emotion in these things at all. But that where the trunks would be on an elephant, there are these tubular structures. Yeah, there's structures. no jump in the trunk because there's no trunk. No, but they're spewing fire out of the out of the the tubes like a flamethrower. That is like the one of the sickest things I've seen in a long time. Look at the ears; it looks like oh, it's a Pokemon. No, it's not. It's going to run roughshod over the land, killing people. Look at all the dead people. This is nuts. And 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 the things that happen later in the book are bonkers they're just crazy like characters transform into these giant avatar type creatures that beat the shit out of other massive creatures it, it all with this illustration style that is just it's simply gorgeous it it is there's huge plumes of smoke and every undulation and 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 wisp are, are carefully cross-hatched. It's crazy. Uh, Jason, do you agree with me or not? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm only going by these preview couple pages I found on the, on the internet here, but uh, I'm definitely all over this. Uh, uh, I wonder if it's available at in-stock trades. Oh, well, I just, I got this in my box. Cool. So I okay. just ordered it. But, I mean, it should be available through in-stock nice. trades. And so it, it's thirteen ninety nine. If you get it through in stock trades or um, our, our the other the sister company of our sponsor uh, DCBService.com, it's going to cost you a lot less. I think I paid eight bucks for this. Okay. Oh my god. Dope. And and it's it's one of those books where there's 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 a, a, a lesson learned, there's a message, but it's it's an awe inspiring journey that I, I, I think I, I mean I, I was speaking for, solely for myself. I'll return to this book many, many times. Just, oh, the tree is incredible. There's a god of fertility, and it's a tree, and every bough and every branch is just beautifully rendered. It's in, in, in painstaking line. There's, there's no brush used in this at all. It's all pen. Oh my god. I, well, I shouldn't say that. Most, the majority of it is pen. There, there's some brush. Uh, I will return to this book many, many times over just to inspiration, um, just to see how, you know, gigantic, uh, uh, mind blowing scenes are rendered, uh, 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's credibility to this. Like if you say these two skyscraper tall creatures are fighting amidst a blasted out landscape and you're just like, well, how does someone render that? Believably. Uh, Miura does it and it's, it's, it's just a, it's a joy to behold. It's, this is an amazing book. The uh, main beetle rider that I'm seeing in the preview just looks a lot like a character from uh, Attack on Titan. Because he's sort of oh, yeah. like got all musculature, you know? Yeah. Uh, are you a yeah. fan of that series? I like it. Yeah, it's... I was very enthusiastic about it, uh, with it in the, in the initial volumes. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those... Yeah, I think it's playing out too long. Well, couldn't you right say now? the same for like almost any manga? Uh, no, One Piece. <laughs> Fair enough. One Piece can go on for 300 volumes and I will buy everyone. I think we found but, uh, uh, David's uh, kryptonite here tonight. No, 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 not at all. No. So, again, to reiterate, for those of you who were not paying attention, the uh, artist is Kentaro Miura and the book in question is Giganto Maxia. And it's M I U R A. M I U R A, yes. It's M I C K U I M O U. Because I was I was looking with the with a Y, and it's on that beautiful, really thirsty pulpy um, paper uh, that just pulp. drinks in that black. You ink. and your pulp. Love the pulps. So that's what I got for this week. Now it's your turn. The grape. <laughs> <laughs> I did a pretty fast turnaround, didn't I? Wasn't bad, buddy. From, from drinking ex- exclusively um, the hops, and now yeah, I'm I'm loving the grape. What you got, Dad? Oh, I um, I had. Oh, where the hell did that go? Um, well, I didn't. I I didn't finish all new, all different Avengers number six before we recorded tonight. But one thing really bugs me about the issue and there's there's a reveal in number five as far as the way things are playing out things are playing out pretty quickly and uh there's one thing where the bad guy in the issue this is the sixth issue and they've been coming out pretty quickly so i mean this only started for like a couple months ago but it is but they reference something that happened in the avengers zero issue that was post secret wars and it's referred to the whole trap being set up is referred to as a long game. And if you're, that's something I would expect you to say after the series has been on for about, for about a year. It's kind of <laughs> hard to say that when you're like two months in, cause there's not a lot, it just that kind of, I had to put it down and just kind of walk away for a second. Cause I'm like, that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, um, but other than that, I mean, it looks gorgeous because it's mock mood and, and, uh, we finally get another character finds out who Thor is. And, um, so this is all new, all different, all new, all different, written by Mark Wade. Avengers or X-Men? Avengers. Okay. Avengers. There is no more all new, all different X-Men. Now it's, now that's, um, I think, is that uncanny X-Men? But yeah, that's There's also extraordinary X-Men. Extraordinary X-Men is, is drawn by Umberto. Um, Bagley is drawing the one with the, the time displaced X-Men. Yay. 
and yeah, and Greg Land is drawing the other X Men book. Yay! Um, which is why you haven't heard a lot of X Men talk on the show recently. But I read the um, well. Following Jason's lead, I, I I caught up on a couple of things, and one of them was the goddamn. I only read the second issue. I haven't read the third yet. That's really really good. I read Black Magic number four and five. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're not going to talk about the goddamn? No, because Jason already did. I just. Oh, yeah, I, 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 oh okay. I, mean, I know you have, but it's, it's a different voice. Um, no, I can't. There's nothing else I can add to that. Really, it's it's. I I, I it was a great issue that it, it, it followed the first issue and as far as the uh um I like the way it was bookended. You had uh it it just it's shaping up to be a really crazy and, and, and interesting series so I'm 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 definitely digging that. Black Magic ended with um the the issue four and five I'm I'm gonna say like the fifth issue I, I think is Kind of like the, the end of the first arc. Um, so I don't know if they're taking any time off. Nicholas Scott has been killing it. It's consistently looked amazing from the first issue to the fifth. Fifth issue, Vince, I think you'll dig because at the, um, at the end of it, 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 uh, Tor Johnson shows up. <laughs> I, I seriously had to do a double take. I thought maybe Drew Freeman drew, drew the double page spread, but, uh, Tor loved Betty. It's, uh, there's, it's, and I, the, the fifth, I believe I ordered the trade for this. What was it last month? The fifth issue really kind of um, gave me a, a racial rising kind of vibe, and it, mm-hmm. it's, but it's it, it's it's so well that it doesn't really feel like a Rucka book to me. Not 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 based on because a lot of his other stories really didn't deal with um, with witches and and and. Uh, those types of aspects. I, I didn't get that from, from his Wonder Woman run or, um, or from anything that he's, you know, his, 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 uh, his Punisher run at Marvel. There's nothing else that really kind of, this doesn't feel like the usual type of rock. It's still great. It, it's still a very strong female hero. Uh, the, the back matter is fantastic. It is, it's, it's an enjoyable experience for me. I think from, uh, there's a great mystery aspect to it that I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Uh, and, and that alone could just be by, that would fit perfectly. But I mean, adding in the whole mysticism with, with, uh, with the witchcraft and the Wiccans, it's just, it's, it's layered and, and, and I really, really dig it. And, and the art is just, it, I I like the art. It just it's still because of the gray tones and and um the lack of a lot of black, it it kinda has that that penciled look to it. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not as finished. It doesn't look as finished as, as I tend to like my books, but it's still it's still really, really well done. And uh so I applaud them for that. Um I like the fact that you said as I tend to like my books. That was good. <laughs> no, because you're not dismissing the, uh, the, uh, route that doesn't go down the, the path that you would choose it to take. You're just like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that. I like it this way. But, hey, but 
you know, you're not dismissing it, which is a very intelligent thing to do. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I was going to, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to wait for it to wrap up because we're at the halfway point, but Slash and Burn has, um, after reading the first issue, I let the, uh, the next couple, um, come in and sit, but still written by Cy Spencer, um, pencils by Max Dunbar and, and still beautifully inked by Mr. Andy Parks. The, uh, it was a really funky, um, they solved the mystery from the first issue, uh, where somebody was found burned alive in a storage unit. Um, but the way they played out, the way it was, the way they solved it, uh, was really, Roshin basically played the part of, it was a double page spread and, and they drew her as, as the person in the, it's almost like as if when Sherlock is, is playing out a, a, a scene and, and if he put himself in that position, it just, it was something a little different from what I'm used to seeing. It, I would see it played out more fluidly in, in, in other media, but this really worked here. Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying Slash and Burn a lot. And I, I, I didn't know that was one book that, oh, okay. Andy's thinking it. Um, I'm on it. So I am, I don't know if I ever read anything by Cy Spencer. Does, is he writing art ops? Cause I'm behind on that. But anyway, uh, Slash and Burn. And I think that is, it's kind of basically it. Justice League 48 that came out last week after, after Vince went on about Justice League last week and letting us all know how great that is. I figured I wouldn't want to. You did though. I did. Uh, Grayson, I am almost caught up on Grayson. That's, um, as Tom King and Tim Seeley and, and actually Mikhail Jan and are, are planning on, are, are getting ready to leave the series after this, this arc finishes. Um, that is, we're ramping up to see, um, well, basically Grayson Dick is taking on Spiral and, and he's going to, uh, take apart the organization, mm-hmm. uh, kind of from within. Yeah. It still looks fantastic. It, um, there was the tie in issue to Robin war, which I am about halfway through. So I'll be able to talk about that next week. Um, read Dr. Strange number five. Did I read Dr. Strange number five? I don't think so. I did read, um, which is probably going to be, my in your travels. Um, I read Karnak number two. And the first few pages of, of that issue, um, were worth the wait. The last few pages were not because why was it delayed or something? It was extremely delayed. Oh. Um, the, the first issue and the second issue, both written by Warren Ellis. First issue was illustrated by, uh, Gerardo Zafino. And like him. most of the second issue was. 
the last few pages are drawn by Antonio Fuso, and it's it's I like his stuff too, well, though. But that's the thing; it's it's fine on its own, but to be the last four pages of a um, and it's a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve panels in the last four pages. It is night and day from Zafino's work. It b- both in in style and layout, in colors. Um, I mentioned before that that when uh, Karnak is moving through the the panels, there's a, a very Zipatoni type effect to uh, to the artwork. It's it's fluid. The action is amazing. Karnak just. There, there's weight on the page and, and everybody has a presence. Uh, the first few pages, it just, it moves along at such a nice clip. In the middle of the book, there's, there's a conversation between Karnak and a priest. Um, and it's, it's very slow paced. It's, it's not a, uh, aside from the first few pages where Karnak is taking out a bunch of, um, soldiers or henchmen or thugs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the issue is just kind of like a, a, a conversation. And then the, the Karnak ends up um, going to uh, leaving to go to, to Germany. And it's just, it's not a complimentary style. Fuso is not complimentary to, to Zafino. So it, it was a, um, you know, after, after waiting for the issue, um, and then, you know, it, someone might just wonder, well, if, if I waited and I didn't even get a complete issue, it's just four pages, um, then I really don't know what the holdup was. So I don't know, I don't know what to expect with the third issue. I don't know if it's going to be all Fuso or if it's reversed and it's Fuso for like, 16 pages and then Zafino wraps up for, I, I, but it, it started off on such a high note with me with the second issue. It just, it looked fantastic. And, and, um, there's even one page where we get a quick little, uh, Karnak as a very, very small boy, a toddler playing with building blocks. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's such a beautiful looking book. And, and then I got to the end and I was just all sorts of deflated and it's, um, but yeah, that that probably would have been my inner travels. I do have Doctor Strange number five all queued up, um, so I will be reading that. I also have Drax number four set up, and if I can't wait for Vince to read this because when he gets to the end of the third issue, I wonder how he's going to feel about the um, the reveal. But what does that mean? Well, there's the mystery of 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 people missing of, of particularly children missing on this planet that Drax is on and, and he and Terax are, are, um, have become drinking buddies. So the bartender is also a mechanic and she's going to fix Drax's ship and Drax, Maggie? Drax crash land here after rocket loaned him a ship. And he's like, you know, listen, fine, just take some time off, do what you got to do. And, and rocket gives him this like busted heap that, that ends up just, needing needing parts so Drax ends up on this planet the bartender's like all right well I'll 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 uh no it's not Maggie the mechanic and I'll 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 uh 
I'll fix your ship. You work on this, on this mystery. And, uh, and then when Drax gets to the bottom of, of what's happening with, with the kids, you find out who's really behind it all. And in the fourth issue, the cover kind of Di- gives it away, but it's got to be the diorites. <laughs> all comes back mm-hmm. to Rob. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. So I, I did not read Dr. Strange number five, Jason. How was it? It was excellent. Um, uh, I, I'm going to sorely miss, uh, Bob, Bob, Bocello when he's Bocello. gone. Yes, yeah. Bocello. Oh, he was uh, done with five? What's that? He was done with five? I don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying we know he's not going to, he's certainly not going to go 12 straight, but. No. Um, no, it was dope. I don't, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but it's, uh, it's, you know, there's, com- there's people trying to destroy all the magic in the world. And that's a uh, hella problematic when you're the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Seriously. And we get to find out there's a, uh, I will say that there is a, uh, a temple of Shaolin trained strange disciples that exist. Oh man. And our man, our, our man Wong has been the trainer of them. I can't wait to get so. that uh, collection. I got the hardcover. Shut up. Issue you, uh, I hate Fairyland number five. Who does that? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, some dude, some hack. <laughs> Stepping up, but uh, we are uh, we were left we were left off where upon the queen had, in an effort to finally be able to 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 kill Gertrude, had brought another little girl into the land to find the key, because if she found the key and got home, it would negate the spell which protects Gertrude and would allow that queen to kill her. Um, so, what are you laughing at, David Burp? Oh. It's, uh, Gertrude versus the, uh, versus the other little girl. And, uh, and let's just say that, uh, sometimes things don't go according to plan. Of course not. Why should they? Exactly. Makes for great comics when they don't. Exactly. Especially at the hands of that man. Yes, sir. Disgustingly talented. Redonkulously so. Who did, by the way, and David's probably sick of hearing it by now, who did agree with me. As soon as that person said whatever they said on Walking Dead, I texted Scotty and I said, uh-huh, boom. And he's like, yep. Mm. He agrees with me. It doesn't happen often, so I'm just going to take it. Give Ooh. it to me. Yep. I don't get the text, Scotty. So that's fine. I'll live my currency through you. Oh. You could text Scotty if you want to. Well, I don't would remember. Love it. No, I through the Facebooks. Uh, I did it through the Messenger. That's texting. Sure, sure, old man. For <laughs> don't make me recite the line from the Neil. I um, I Instagram it. Started reading uh, Harrow County number nine. About time. Yeah. Okay. But uh. I've been prodding you to read that for months. Yeah. It what? is a. Uh, it 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 is uh, illustrated by someone other than Mr. Tyler Crook. Yes, it is. I did not know that. Not that it's yep. not a, it, it's still, it's fine. Um, I was just. Well, need to break him in, yeah. Well, I'm, I, well, he still has time to script the Tales of Harrow County and letter the issue. How much time does he really need? The, uh, but it's illustrated by, uh, Miss Carla Speed McNeil. Yes. Oh, nice. I find her very attractive. Ha <laughs> <clears throat> ha. See what I did there, David? <laughs> <laughs> Jason's like, what? Uh, mm. Did you know that um, Harrow County's been uh, picked up by Sci-Fi? sci-fi. Yeah, Thanks, Previews. 
No, that would be a cause for concern, if not for um, the zombie thing, which I think is very well done. Oh, Z Nation? Yeah, I like Z Nation yeah, no, a lot. I, well, that, that's fine. You're not the only person I know who watches it, but I every sci-fi show just has that... that Roger Corman vibe? No, it's just... It, um, lack of good special effects. And, yeah, Roger and, Corman and, vibe, and, yeah. And... Uh, and not not so hot storytelling, but it's. Uh, oh, I, I wouldn't say that. You should watch Z Nation. Murphy's a trip. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. If you if you always wanted to see zombies getting mashed by a giant cheese wheel, watch Z Nation. Cool. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see zombies being mashed by cheese? I don't know. Is there anybody no who listens to this thing? No, can't be. Did you uh, finally finish uh, Twilight Children, Jason? No. Okay. Oof. Yeah, I know. Is that a condemnation? A little bit. Uh, Dude, I I know. Listen, I I always feel awkward whenever Los Hernandez brothers get brought up because I'm clearly the only one of our crew that doesn't think that they're like some of the best creators of all time. But this just another example of why I don't get it. Hmm. It's mystifying to me. Well, I can't speak to it because I haven't read it, but I will have read it in about a month or two when the trade comes. Well, it looks great. It does. Yeah. It does. Darwin taking care of his business, but. Darwin is a great. But the plot, inexplicable. Yeah. Completely imperme- impermeable. I don't know about that. We'll see. David, you were speaking to um, Jacked, right? A couple weeks yep. ago? Should I have ordered that trade? As of the what, third Shaft issue, right? I would say yes. What'd you say, Jason? Did you say Shaft? No, Jack. Jacked. Jacked. Oh, Jacked. Oh, yeah. No, I like I like Jacked. I've been a fan of almost all the re- Vertigo reboot. There was one that was offered in this this previews that I was just like, nah. The one about the self help guru or something. What's it called? I'll tell you exactly as soon as I get to the page. Um, talk amongst yourselves while I find this. There you go. That's Jeopardy. It is. That's what does that have to do with? Oh, it's waiting. You're right. You're right. It's called Clean Room. Yeah, Clean Room. Is it good? Uh, I've only read the first two issues, but I like it so far. A question is, would I like it? Hmm. No. I made a good choice then because I did not order. Did you it. order Art Ops? Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's the jam. You'll love that. Oh, of course I will. Yeah, There's no question. That. I read the last couple issues. Mike Allred and Matt Brundage, yeah. But, um, so I'm picking and choosing. I can't wait till the last gang in town gets collected. Rufus Daglow, that's my shizzle. Simon Oliver wrote it. The guy that had to change his plans for exterminators once I figured out what he was doing. That's what it is. (laughs) He completely revamped it. (laughs) He did. He called up Tony Moore. He's like, Tony, scrap those pages. Yep. Vince figured it out. We gotta set another course for adventure. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being here with... Am I good in doing this? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Thank you oh, for being here with us. You did ask. We, we implore you to join us next week because we'll be doing the same thing. Uh, as usual, this episode has been sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service. Now, we can't extol the virtues of this service by telling you their massive discounts because we don't have anything specific to tell you. But rest assured... The discounts are going to be all over the place, and they're going to be hella deep. 
So go to dcbservice.com and reap the rewards in your travels. I'm probably going to get scolded because I'm guessing that Jason talked about this in the past and I'm as I'm only getting up on it now, but whatever Andy Clark is eating, I would like some of it because replica from Aftershock is an absolutely gorgeous book. Did not talk about it. You didn't? Did David? No, not yet. No. Oh, okay. But you have read it. No, no. You've seen it. Yes. I'm aware of it. I have not read it. The pages are spellbinding. They're so gorgeous. It is, I, I, I'm not going to go into the story because the story is great. And I think it's one of those things that you should experience fresh. Like if I told you the, the particulars, I would ruin it for you, but it is amazing. The design, the page layout, the, the drawing. Andy Clark is, oh my God, this is gorgeous. There's, there, there's, there's something in a, in a glass container in this book. And, and the, they're trying to get this something somewhere. And this, this thing in the, in the, the jar communicates by, it writes sentences on the, ins- it, you need to see this because it, the, 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 the render, it's funny. It's raw, it's visceral, uh, but the, the 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 figure drawing is unbelievably gorgeous. My God, uh, character design, the 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 world in which these characters reside uh, reside is so beautifully fleshed out. Um, and of course, you know something happens to the thing in the jar, uh, and it's it's just wonderful to behold. Aftershock are surprising me. They are. I, I really haven't seen an aftershock and it's sexy. This book, there's, there's a, um, a very large woman and I don't mean thick. I mean tall in this book that you see her. You're just like, yeah, I would get on with that. Like too sweet. Um, like, uh, super zero. What I've seen of that great stuff. Replica. Great stuff. Um, American monster. Was, yes. We've talked about American monster. Uh, what, what's the, um, the one that's kind of like rumble, um, Strayer. Strayer. I like that. I just, everything that, that aftershock has put out so far has been like, all right, this is legit. So get on replica, uh, for the, the record replica is written by, um, Paul Jenkins. Yes. <laughs> We've, yeah. Uh, he created it and wrote it. Andy Clark did the art. Um, Mar- Marcello Melo. Did the color and Clayton Cowles is the letter. It's, it's great stuff. You know what? I will see your replica and raise you a second sight from Aftershock Comics. Oh yes. Yes. That too. This is written by David Hine. This has art by Alberto Monticelli. Jelly. Uh, he of, um, DMZ. Correct. Well, he, there are pages here in this book where it looks like he could fill in for Simon Bisley or Kevin O'Neill quite easily. Um, it is of the Aftershock books I've read so far, the 
one that feels like a vertigo book the most. Uh, there is a strange looking night breed esque in leather type character. Uh, Ray Pilgrim is, is your, is your hero of the story. Uh, and apparently he's somewhat of a celebrity because about 20 years ago he was watching the news where, um, somebody was, uh, they had a, um, a body was found and Ray was in a, um, you would think he was like in, in a drug filled stupor. He, he and his, uh, woman had a bunch of other dudes in the house. Everybody was getting high. It really wasn't a clean and sober group, but he, um, Ray knows who, um, who did it, who, who, who killed the boy and, and, uh, he, Ray saw the murder happen. Um, and he foolishly decides to call the cops, not an anonymous tip or anything, gives his name. And there's always that one little tidbit that the cops do not tell the media. And, um, that one little tidbit is what Ray says in the, um, and well, he's on the phone. So they invite him down to question him and they figure, okay, yeah, you're either an honest to God psychic or you're the person who did the murder. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we don't get much in the way of the story as far as, um, what happened after the interrogation, we kind of flash, we, we, we flash forward again to, to present day. Ray has a daughter. Um, mom does not let Ray and, uh, and, and his daughter really, uh, hang out together too much. Uh, Ray owns a bookstore. There's a, um, there's some, uh, Morton Downey TMZ type dude who is trying to, uh, who goads Ray into um into assaulting him and and therefore he can get some hits on youtube it's it's a crazy book it doesn't feel anything like american monster it doesn't look anything like replica it doesn't uh seem like insects it's just it's it's a crazy setup that's another one i forgot um, insects it's just it's it feels very british it feels very vertigo uh but I am, I'm hoping that we'll get a little more with the second issue as far as who, who some of these characters are, um, based on, on the art. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's just, it, it's strange. I, um, there's, yeah, I, I, I need to see where it's going. Um, it's a little Brenda McCarthy, a little bit, just a little. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's. A, I see a little McCarthy in it. Okay, I can see that. I like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Based on the hair on this dude, at the yeah, it's some of it's a little, um, maybe a little confusing. It's it 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 may just be as it appears right right on the page, and and there really isn't anything to to second guess or, um. Maybe some characters look like other characters and, and, uh, 
that could also be messing with you, but it, it's, it's freaky as hell. And I, uh, I'm going to check out the second issue. There you go. <laughs> Why did you go there? <laughs> One of the things I noticed about all of the Aftershock books, with maybe the exception of Strayer, they are wordy bitches. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot of, of, a lot of dialogue, mm-hmm. a lot of exposition, a lot of narrative. Yeah, but that's, I, I think of that as an asset. I, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Yep. Uh, in your travels, two things. One, uh, again, we are now two weeks yee, away from C2E2 in Chicago. Guys have fun. We will be descending. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I didn't hear you. What? You guys have fun. You guys have fun. <laughs> nah, it's not funny, dude. <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Everyone, have no fear. Your favorite part of the show will, in fact, be in Chicago, despite his joking. Jason will be there. No. Yes, he will. Um, but right, Dap will be there. We would love to see you at the show. If we do, that'd be great. But in case you don't see us at the show, because it is crowded and you might not recognize us, uh, we will be having an official EOC get-together on that Friday. Special thanks to our buddy Chris Revikant, local Chicagoan and listener and member of the community, who put together a EOC-inspired get-together last year in our absence, but uh, was kind enough to set something up again this year with our presence. And uh, it will be at a bar called Lincoln Station on Friday. I uh, believe it starts at 7 p.m. right after the show ends. And we will probably be there to the wee hours. You can yep. count on not only us, but uh, lots of other friends and family of the EOC proper, uh, including all of our roommates for the weekend, which are about 17 of us. So, yeah, definitely come and check it out. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then okay. on the comics tip, uh, I have had this in my uh, on my iPad for a while. And I finally got around to reading the first issue, although I have the first three downloaded. It is from Panel Syndicate, which mm. is the BKV Marcos Martin web-based uh, comics site. But it is not from them. It is the first offering of Panel Syndicate that is not by those creators. And that is Universe! Yes. Exclamation number one. The Periodical of Cosmic Wonder by Albert mm. Montes. I don't think this was my In Your Travels. Hmm? I talked about it when it came out, but I don't think it's, it's, I know. I think I was, I wasn't, I wasn't on the episode. That, yeah, that very well may be. Yes. How could that be? It, it happens. I miss one occasionally. Um, but, uh, in echoing the Dapster's recommendation, this is in essence, I haven't read beyond the first issue, but based on the back matter of the first issue, it's going to be a bunch of different stories that are loosely connected to one another. Uh, and in this first one, we are introduced to a man who works for, Essentially, like, it's in the future, he works for kind of like a Mr. Spacely, who happens to be a decapitated (laughs) zombie head who's been dead for a thousand years, but he's still animate. I'm in. And he sends the dude back to the beginning of time to create the universe, and during the first 13 minutes of creation, to embed every part of the cosmic goop with this guy's trademark, such that in the future, the guy can claim everything. I'm in. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very fun. I won't say what happens, but uh, it's super fun. It's uh, a very interesting and distinctive cartooning style. Very colorful book. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was great. I look forward to reading the next two issues as soon as I get a chance. 
Speaking of anthologies. Oh, I'm going to read them too. Jason, did you read Island Number Six? Not yet. It's sitting. It's 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 near the top of my regime here right now, but it's not. Again, we're on that roller coaster. They'll put out a fantastic issue and then follow it up with like, what the hell did I just read? So six was good or bad? Not good. Mm. Not good at all. It, it was it was a chore to read actually. <laughs> Dang. Oof. Yeah. Not all of it. Um, I noticed, I don't know if you have, that they have switched from the square bound format to a just regular, you know, saddle stitched. Yeah, I guess that's to save money, right? I don't know. Whatever the, whatever the reason, I'm not liking it. <laughs> I like my square bound books. Especially Although when I'm going to spend seven. Bound, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, format. <laughs> Especially if I'm going to spend seven ninety nine on it, I want it to be perfect bound. But they don't they don't see it that way. Um, uh, the the lead story is just baffling. It's um, anthropomorphic animals um, struggling with their sexuality. Completely lost on me. And it's like 30 pages, and I, after I was done reading, I'm like... I didn't know, Omaha. It, it, it is not. Not Omaha. It's... Yeah, it's Omaha in spirit. Um, but... Uh, no, nah, fell fell way short of the mark. No. I don't know. And I'm hoping you'll feel, I'm, I'd love to see what you say about this. But I, I just didn't like it. Alright. But I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not gonna abandon, um, Island entirely because the cover alone in the new previews is astounding. So, I'm, I'm on it. But, that's, that's the chances you take with the anthologies, right? It's true. You got to sacrifice something for the the, uh, the the various viewpoints and styles and and approaches. I can't even write. I'm trying to write on my thing here, and my fingers don't want to do what they're. I can't write. Alright, I got a new pop. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never played the game, but I'm guessing it's from. Um, it's called Songbird. It's a, it's a bigger one. It's from, um, Infinity. What's the name of that? Um, Fallout? Whatever. I don't even know the game. But I, I like the design of the figure, so I bought it. But it's a huge piece of vinyl. Huh. Yeah. Songbird. I'm, I think it's from Fallout. Let me do the Google while you're talking. You're not talking. Oh, was that RQ? RQ? RQD2? <sighs> Bioshock. Sorry, it's uh-huh. not Fallout. It's Bioshock. In- oh. Yeah, it's from that. Uh, and it's just a beautifully designed figure. And it's got huge wings. It's heavy. It's the heaviest pop I think I own. It's, it's, it's definitely heavier than the Godzilla. But do you own any of the big pops? Well, you got the, 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 uh, Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's heavy. That's some bitch. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's, that's this heavy. I think is is comparable in size to that. 
I can see it. But it's got the steampunk vibe going on, which I don't normally like. But the just the, the design of this character is really cool. So I and it was on sale at um what the hell is it? Not um E B games, Electronics Boutique. What's it now? Oh shit. GameStop? GameStop, yeah, yeah. It was on it was on sale at GameStop for like ten bucks, so I bought it. I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah. I don't want to end this episode if you can't tell that already. You wrapped it up, dude. I did, but this is the part where we just just groove. We're just grooving. We, we just get our groove on. Yeah. Well, let's true. talk for a second. What are what are the goals uh, of C two two aside from hanging out with each other and our buddies? Well, you tell me because you'll be there. <laughs> you know, it's not funny. It's getting real. Old. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even nah, getting close to funny old. though, dude. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna be right. I'm gonna be real blunt. If you don't come to Chicago, I think I gotta be. I gotta quit the show. Oh, come on. You can, you can't quit me and you know it. If you didn't come to Chicago, I might be that hurt. Nah, son. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Come on, oh, son. Lord. Either way, we got a fat crib. We got good roommates. We're going to have some good food, some good beverage. I can't wait to see Roland and... Well, wait a minute. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, Roland's coming. <clears throat> I can't wait for you guys to hang with Roland and... Freaky Tiki. Freaky Tiki. Pfeiffer. Well... Zach, Ben, who do, who doesn't love our new our new our new possible Bobby Ben Ramon? Bobby. Uh, yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be a trip. And Dap and I are gonna be fucking lit because we're gonna get off the fucking first class having drank all the drinks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Listen, one of the perks of flying first class is taking advantage of the free booze. Now that's all you can drink. Yeah, of course they, they don't care. Nah, dude, they're 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 ready to get you lit. Get some pussy. <laughs> Depends if Dap's feeling generous. <laughs> I'm always up for pitching. Blanket, they'll, they'll turn the other cheek. That's true, class. yeah. Oh, it's Deadpool all over again. That's today. It, <laughs> That'd be funny if you saw the appreciation day. Oh, Stop, David. Calling me out. That's all right. You, you, you know, you're not seeing it because I, you gave it up for Lent. I, I didn't give up anything for Lent. I really don't like flying. Like, I hate it. Well, you know what? How could you do it all I the hate, time? Does, I, I hate everything getting leading up to you, getting on the plane. I don't hate flying. I just hate the chore that it's become to get onto the plane. I hate flying. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that's where you get yourself in trouble talking like that. Well, we're, this is not going on the air, is it? Yes, we're still rolling. No, dude, we're putting people on blast. You can't have it stay on going. Who are we going to put out? I didn't you say put, goodbye. You put Alan and Julian on blast. Ah, uh, so I, alright, let me do this. <clears throat> so now I gotta edit this shit? Yeah. Yes. Well, you gotta put a timestamp on the Walking Dead stuff anyway. Ah, fucking ducky. Alright, three, two, one. Alright, everybody, thank you for being here once again. Um, we implore you, if you enjoyed what we've talked about in this episode, or even if you didn't, if you just had a good damn time, please leave us a review on iTunes. Or uh, a comparable service, wherever you download this from. And um, as usual, say goodnight. David. Good night. David. Ooh, I like the little cling of the glass. That was nice. You like that? That was hot. I hit it with it. Nobody did the drum roll, though. I wasn't a drum roll. I just little tiny fingers. You can't. It wasn't that loud, was it? Here, bro.
Not as loud as you're typing, but... Ben, since you rarely go to cons anymore, is there any, like, comics or art you're looking to get? Any... We're going to look at Rummy pages. What? Oh, my God. I got to get up. Um, yeah, Grummet pages would be great, but what I would look for, should I choose to go there, is um, I would like to fill some holes in my Legion collection. I'll fill some holes. Do, um... Oh, it's dirty. I... Yeah, I think I, I want to look for oh, some yeah, delicious yeah. though. The what? um 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 what about the is Paolo gonna be there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. excellent. I'm not buying no original art. If I can buy a hundred books for the the price of what I'd pay for a page, I'm getting a hundred books. Paolo's gonna have my Pacelli Domino up in there. I, I respect the original art, but no. Nah, He's sorry. gonna have my Corey Smith Nova page up in there. He's gonna have my Scott Hepburn Domino up in there. I live vicariously through you. Yeah. I'd, I, I don't know. I'd rather have the books. I got the books. Is that wrong? Is that wrong? No. <laughs> I got the books too, dude. I got it all. <laughs> Living large. It's not an either or, my, my friend. <laughs> this is so much fun. Uh, Will, Will Pfeiffer texted me, or he Facebooked me today, direct the messenger. He said, you do know Supergirl's going to be at C2E2, right? It's like, I felt like saying, dude, I'm going. Melissa okay. Bendis, dude. Oh, she's such that's a cutie. I weekend. think the Lucha Libre guy's canceled, though. Yeah, Supergirl's going to be there. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that's... She is, a, uh, she is so pretty. She is boring. Oh, my God. And every time I see her, I'm like, whoever did the casting on this should be given a fat, thick bonus because she is perfect. Yes, sir. Whenever I see her, I think of Elizabeth Slater. I'm like, nah, son. Well, she plays her this. mom on the show, Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Did I say? Oh, I said Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Helen. A little bit. Helen Slater. She plays mom. Dean Kane plays dad. And there is a rumor. That when Superman does finally appear for real on the show, that it may right. be Tom Welling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's weird uh, seeing but you saw... play, uh, play uh, the Adam now. Oh, yeah, Brandon Routh. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they're doing that. Um, what is it? Legends, Legends of, of um... Tomorrow. Yeah. Now, yeah. This past this past week on Supergirl, the enemy. What man? Jesus, Vince! I really wish you were watching this fucking show. Because if Netflix had it, I would oh, watch dude, it. It's got to have more but than a season before Netflix. Stop, stop, stop! I did set the DVR to record Supergirl. Okay. So, did you, it does. Do they show older ones? Uh, they might. If they do, I'll catch up. If they don't, I'll just have to wait till the season is over and they start showing reruns until I can start I watching it. Do they still do reruns? It's the the yeah. the, the character they introduced. I'm not going to spoil it. Tell me, get me to watch it. Well, it's. She has two names in the episode. How much is how much is too much to drink? There is no such thing. Never. No, I mean, so this is like they don't have the amount of ounces on this fucking bottle. It's big. One point five liters. Oh shit! Sky from Agents of Shield is going to be there too. Mm-hmm. And I drank about half of it. So and Supergirl's uh, sister. So is our man um, that plays uh, Deathlock. Oh, nice. Jane Death- August Richards. Cool. Yeah. Wait, back up. John Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah, Cusack's going to be there. Right. Oh, I, I may have to get. I may. I may actually have to get Melissa's autograph. I don't know yet. Um, Dude, so I get within like a hundred feet of her. They're gonna have to call security. Why don't we see if we can like let her like do like a candid photo with us, like an Eiffel Tower or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that would be epic. See, and you wonder why we have the reputation we have. That's true. Oh yeah, because Mercy. Yeah. She's so pretty though. Sure. I'm just admiring her. She is. She's beautiful. I have to tell you guys something after that, uh, off air, but I the, we were the, off air. We're not off air yet because we didn't say bye. We did say good night. <laughs> say bye. I even right. good night, David. Peace out, people. That's rushed. Dap said good night, David, with the extra long pause in the- He did, he did say good night, David, but this is part where we say goodbye. Well, <laughs> it's 15 minutes of goodbye. Am I, am you I better edit your ass off tonight? No, I don't think so. Dude. I'm gonna take that other shit out, yeah. Good lord. Say good night. Bye. Good night. Hey, bye. Bye. Go home. We look. Oh man, that's just like that's rude. Talk to you next week. Call me. Say it with say it with love, Dave or Jason. Good night. Bye. <laughs> so poor. <forced>. This dick. <laughs> <laughs> These nuts. These uh, dude, my son does that all the time. Renee does it all the time. No, and I can't yell at him. I'm like, why did you leave your sweatshirt on the floor? <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> Got him. Gotti, and I, I just like, all right, just go, <laughs> little bastard. Yo. Oh, Zombie. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I don't get the smosh. I don't get it. Oh, smosh two point Any of the smosh? Yeah, they're they're, so. they're screaming over it. And I'm just like, this is not funny. Yeah, it's just like that. stupidity. All right, but good night, people. Totals. Good night, y'all.